this is how to be a better person Find what makes you happy, make it happen till it's working And if it isn't working, keep on doing it anyway Dying on your sword is the reward for your hard work We living in a world full of pyramid schemes Everybody want the money so they'll sell you a dream I may get a land because I wanna sell you one too Only difference between us is that I'll tell you the truth Just say like anything. Swag. Here, could you use swag in a full sentence? My swag told my mother wait, to what? swag, and wait, then wait. I swagged all over the place. All right, now could you lean back and sit in like a more natural, yeah. My swag told your swag to see his swag tomorrow at 3 p.m., or else your swag will get beat up. My swag, 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 swaggity swag. Plosives, implosives, and plosives. Okay. All right, this is go. I always just have paranoia that I know it's yes. I know exactly. Like when what I you can't mean. see the red dot, it's the worst. That's what I don't. My camera, it's so impossible to see it sometimes. Yeah. All right, so we're going. Um, this will be a little bit of a noisy episode because we're in a park. But you know what? What are you gonna do? You're gonna not watch it. Just watch it. So. <laughs> It is what it and is. And there'll be cop sirens and stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, we're in Downey. We're going to be good. Oh, good. No, <laughs> no cop sirens. Yeah. Hi. Hi. How, How you doing? doing? Um, all right. Yeah. Who's uh, Who's your main in Smash? Young Link. Young Link? Yes. Ooh. That's Easy. A good, that's a good choice. I'll be fucking niggas up with Young Link. <laughs> Young Link is cool. I haven't looked you in the eye the whole time, and now it's weird, too. Oh, yeah, being directly across from yeah. each other. Yeah. I haven't had to do this. I'm going to get used yeah, to it right now. I've been now. setting this up in front of him for, like, an hour, so now we actually have to have a proper... That, that's one. That's the yeah. one un unnatural thing about this, I think. <laughs> this is, like, became immediately intimate. <laughs> like, I'm looking you in your eye now. Yeah. You got you, nice eyes. It's, oh, thank you. You do, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, you're a handsome. Oh, you got some grays in your beard? I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tight. I'm, I'm not, not noticing anything I didn't notice before, but you're a handsome guy. What I, you see is I, what you I get. I clocked it right away. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You fuck people up with Young Link? Yeah. Um, I don't know why, because before that it was Roy. Yeah. Like, when I was playing Melee. Yeah, those Roy are like the Melee guys. Yeah, that was my shit. But I didn't know who to go with for uh, Ultimate, because I kind of skipped everything. I had Brawl, but... Yeah. Like, I was a kid, so I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. But once I got back to, like, Smash when I got Ultimate... Yeah. Um, I kind of shopped around. Like, once I unlocked all the characters, I was like, who's my... Who Who can I rely on to not lose every fucking time? Yeah. And Young Link was just the most consistent of the bunch. And um, I didn't want to use, like, Kirby or someone, because yeah. I'm not a fucking tryhard. So, <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you play online at all? Nah. Um, I don't have, like... The online, the online service, shit, yeah. yeah. So no, I never got to play anyone online. But I know I get my ass whooped, so I'm yeah. kind of ducking the fate. Sm Smash Bros has been like my favorite game for so long, you know. And like when Ultimate came out, I just wasn't playing it a ton because I didn't, you know, have too many friends to go play it with. So I was just fighting against like level nine CPUs. Yeah, that's and, what I'm doing right now. Yeah, I'm training <laughs> against. I've moved up to like two level nines against me. Yeah, and like. I'm trying to get to the point where I like consistently fuck them up. up.
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can't really like beat him yet. Yeah. But I'm getting close. Will you fight like another Link so then you can like learn his style? <laughs> I try not to do that. <laughs> it feels weird. That's how I like wanted to learn. I'm like, what does the computer think the best option is? Yes. And I'll just copy what this guy's doing. If I can't beat someone, I'll keep putting them like, no, I got it. I yeah. it was specifically I was trying to be Wario. Yeah. On fucking um the the duck hunt stage yeah because specifically for that stage for some reason i just could not beat him <laughs> and i was like no i'm not leaving this fight until i win and i kept doing it and that trained me for like a month and then i was yeah. like beating him consistently i was like now i feel good about this people do dirty stuff as wario wario is like a really good character uh, he's he doesn't look like he should be that good, though. That's what pisses me off about him. When he first got introduced in Brawl, I was like, eh, he's probably just going to be like Mario with Poofy. It, and they can drive a whole motorcycle. Drive a motorcycle and fart on you and all this shit. So yeah. disrespectful to it's just too do much. the fart. I, uh, I main Dr. Mario. Oh, and okay. My, my, my best uh, Smash friend who's like, just the he's so good yeah he just also happened to play dr mario so he just like he moved in during covid so he just mr miyagi'd me yeah. Dr. Mario <laughs> for like a full yeah. year and now like i'm I, i'm good but at the double-edged sword of that is like people don't want to play with you anymore yeah <laughs> because it's yeah, such a no, casual game man and especially dr mario too he's kind of, i don't know what it is about him but he has way more of an edge than regular mario like yeah, he's, he's kind of mad like, mean like <laughs> i don't get it but um, I would be playing with like my friends and shit, and like that would kind of tell me where I was at. But then they started getting as good as me, yeah, and then better than me. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm good off of this. Yeah, I don't want to play with anyone. We keep losing. <laughs> yeah, I heard you. I heard you bring up Smash on the album, and I was like, all right, I'll have to ask him about that. You have to remind me what I don't know. You have. You just. I don't know. One of the songs you say playing smash bros who do you mean like it's just one of oh, the yeah, lines oh yeah 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 super smash bros who do you mean i don't remember what song it is right now off the top yeah. of my head but yes that is my my shit right there yeah and i also said in the the freestyle i say um wrap it up smash no melee something 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 i don't remember what yet yeah i'll be writing a lot of stuff so i kind of just forget I yeah, I remember uh, Cordy had a line like when it comes to melee, I'm Pele or like something like that. And yeah, I, I just love hearing like my childhood references. He's really and songs into Splatoon now. though too. Cordy is a Splatoon head, yeah, big I've, time. I've I've recently put the things together in my head. I was like, oh, what smashes to me is what Splatoon is to him because every time I brought up. Every time you see me post like my yeah. uh, my switch or something, yeah. like, you got Splatoon. <laughs> need to get on Splatoon, nigga. You need to hop on that. And I was like, God, this guy really likes Splatoon. He's like the number one Splatoon advocate. I don't even know what that game is or what it's about or like. I saw so I bought it, it because of him. I got Splatoon too, and I have barely. He almost got me to buy that <laughs> shit. I was almost <laughs> thinking about it. Like, damn, maybe I do need to get on Splatoon. He's watching this right now, just yeah. like <laughs> his pushing his Splatoon agenda. I so like you're like it's kind of capture the uh, the or king of the hill type shit where it's mm, like, like it's a stage and you're on a team and you're trying to cover the majority of it in ink mm. and then the other team is trying to do the same thing at the same time. Okay. And then chaos and the yeah. The tutorial phase teaches you all the ways to do the ink and I immediately was like this is, this is too way much. over this my is way head. more nuanced than <laughs> yeah. I thought it'd be. I like I would like to get into it but I it's like a whole community. <laughs> it's like that and um Animal Crossing. Yeah, I grew up. I with almost that. wanted to like get into that, but I just couldn't buy it at the time when it was like super like yeah. people were playing it again after it yeah. got that new wave. 
but like I want to play the, uh, that one still kind of because it kind of reminds me of um, if I don't know if barely anyone has ever brought this up. Do you remember like uh, PlayStation Home? Like they had like the avatars and you can walk around and like. So I grew up with like only Nintendo and I had a PS1 for Spyro games. Yeah. So like everything else. I, I wasn't like PlayStation either. I only had, uh, I had a PlayStation 2, but I had, I, that was the only thing I ever got. Yeah. Everything else I got the Xbox. But when I would go to my cousin's house, they had all the PlayStation stuff. Yeah. And they would be playing this shit and it was like, um, it's damn near like Club Penguin. Okay. Yeah, and, but it's like a whole avatar. You could walk around and stuff and just like yeah. fuck around with shit. It had its own currency and shit. Yeah. That's what Animal Crossing reminds me of. I grew up with Animal Crossing on DS because some kid brought it to a sleepover and it seemed really <laughs> fun. And I, so I went, That's to, funny. I went to GameStop to get it. And I remember the cashier was like, is he sure he wants this game? And I was like, you know, like, what, what the fuck? What the she, fuck is going on? And she like, in goes here. to my mom. She's like, usually girls play this. And I was like, why are you roasting me? I just want to live in a little animal town. Yeah. Sell my wares. <laughs> and now look at it. Now everyone is playing it. Yeah. It's the most successful uh, Switch launch, I think, or for something like that. Oh, for Smash? Uh, yeah. Well, now, okay, recently Pokemon Scarlet and Violet apparently is the best uh premiere of any nintendo game ever made um which actually surprises me but it surprises me i thought pokemon was like kind of dying but somehow when i thought it was dying it was going up to the highest it's ever been at the same time it's uh it's the most successful franchise of all time yeah like above marvel and star wars really yeah <laughs> oh shit yeah like literally it's pokemon and then apparently like hello kitty sanrio or something like that which i don't even understand how that's possible man wow i am out of touch because i did not know that wow yeah the sanrio shit i don't know how that is a thing but pokemon I can get is it. like it's aesthetic but i didn't know pokemon was like that wow well it's like when they have over a thousand characters to sell toys of like that's just so much money not coming even in. sonic <laughs> Sonic is probably like in 20 or something like that. Because that was my shit. If I wasn't playing Smash, I was playing Sonic Heroes. Yeah, Sonic Heroes. That was my shit. My grandparents had an Xbox for us to play on when we came over, which was like such a cool move on their yeah. part. <laughs> they, they had a, because they had, they had more money than my parents. Yeah. So like, they got an Xbox. Yeah, we're going over there. They got the Xbox. Yeah, we would play Sonic Heroes with that, just like the, the rock music in the background. Yeah. And that was a staple thing for me. And then when I see it get like, it, sometimes it gets catches little resurgences. Yeah. Mostly because they like to like voice over the, the yeah. game and that shit's hilarious to me. To elevate alternative sexual archetypes in the marketplace, fastest hedgehog. Shadow, what the fuck are you talking about? You're a beta male, Sonic. But whenever I, I see somebody post about it, I'm like, yes, <laughs> push the agenda. That shit was so good. I love that whole subgenre of people voicing over the Sonic animatics. That's my favorite. It's so good. I'll be dying. There's one where he's in jail. He's like, yeah, I was in here for grand larceny, uh, homicide, this and that. <laughs> and then Amy's like, oh, that's so bad that they framed all that on you. He's like, framed? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> It's just hilarious. Yeah. yeah, Sonic's my shit. I love all the ones when Shadow is just fucking with Sonic and Sonic's yeah. like, Shadow, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the Shadow the Hedgehog game too, which is also a very dark game. Where he has like a, a gun. <laughs> they would I'll never give, give Bowser yeah. a, a Uzi. <laughs> yeah, no, they would never do that. That's what was the best part of that game because that was the first time I ever seen Sonic or Shadow, that whole universe in yeah. that light. And I was like, 
oh, Shadow go hard. This is crazy. But the funniest part about that game is the the death uh, voiceovers. Yeah. Shadow would be like, damn. <laughs> that shit is the most hilarious shit ever to me. He would be, he would, if you fall off a cliff, you'd be like, Maria! <laughs> I'm like, nigga. Like, he's like Tony Yeah, Sopranos like, he's so fucking <laughs> distraught. It's so funny. It's so funny. I, I saw this tweet once that said something like, uh, so- Sonic belongs in either uh, the woods or rural modern-day Chicago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. His two aesthetics. Yeah. No, video, like, video games, period. Like, that was a big part of my... I don't know, life when I was in Long Beach mm-hmm. because that was kind of how I, I didn't know it at the time, but that was kind of how I was like staying inside so I didn't have to like deal with the shit that was going on outside. Yeah. It wasn't like it was like super crazy shit. Well, to the average person, it's crazy, but like it wasn't like Chicago, South Side Chicago where you could walk out and get shot in the face, but it was like, a lot. It was too much shit going on for me, and then I had like beefs and shit sometimes. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not dealing with none of that. I just play the game." Yeah. And like PlayStation Two, and like Madden, Street Volume Two. That was a big one. You play Spider Man? Yeah, of course. <laughs> the yeah. Spider Man games are so good. Easy. That was so good. I think I think I even played the PlayStation One. Uh, the PlayStation One one, and uh in Vegas when I was living with my mom, but I was like five or something, so I don't really remember it. Yeah. Um, fucking, yeah, Spider-Man, Halo. We would go to, uh, there was a recreation center across the street from me, mm-hmm. and it was a police, I don't know if they still do it, it's called Police a- Police Athletic League. Yeah. Pal, that was like the spot, like for kids, like everybody would go there and like, it was like a YMCA, but really it didn't make you do stuff. Like you just go there, you just eat snacks and like play basketball and yeah. fucking play video games. We would have like Halo tournaments. Oh, that's sweet. And it was like, 30, just imagine 30 black kids yeah. playing fucking Halo and they're all like, oh, this nigga, look, he's screen hopping, look at him. <laughs> and real fights are being had over this, real bets are being made with real money. Yeah. We're using cheeseburgers as currency. Like, yeah, if you if you lose, you got to buy me th- uh, three cookies and a, a fucking double cheeseburger because McDonald's is right there. Yeah. And so that was like a huge part of my life was playing games. Cause probably taking those games so serious too. You yeah. don't want to be in debt to six burgers. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And and then if you come back the next day and you ain't gave the person that you like, where's my shit at, man? I yeah. beat you fair and square. And like, That's funny. Fucking Kingdom Hearts was like a big thing for me too. Oh, yeah. Um, my cousins were like the anime. They were into the anime and all that shit. That's where I got all of that shit from. Cause I would go to their house. And every time I went over there, they would have some new shit that I didn't know about. Like, I found out about Need for Speed, Dub Edition through them and shit. And, like, they would have Kingdom Hearts 1. And I'm like, what the fuck is it? Why is Mickey in here with this white kid? And what is all this? Yeah. And they would just explain, like, oh, yeah, this is this is this is from Japan. This is from that. This is from that. And actually, one of my cousins is, like, a super gamer. He's not, like, a known gamer or anything, but, like, he, he knows he's, what he's doing. He's one of those dudes that can speed run Sonic. Yeah. And like, he no, rem- memorizes everything. He'll speed run through games and just, yeah. like, know how to do everything, be good at every game. Yeah. And for a small part of my life, I wanted to be like him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was a interesting time. 
It's fun. I feel like as a as like a young boy, like going to a birthday party sleepover and you're playing melee, like you just want to like beat everybody, you know? Yes, and it's like exactly. When you, smash. You feel like a god. Yeah. Going there, you just like. Yeah. Oh, everybody who won it it's like you can it's like winning in a fight without having to actually yeah. fight someone you know you're like you know exactly. I, fucking, I hit you with that boomerang back until there. they do take it there because you're the yeah, youngest right. and you get beat up and stuff man i feel like that feeling carried with me into being an adult yeah and then my friend trained me and i got all good yeah and now like i have nothing to do with the skill because yeah. now like oh now people just don't want to play games anymore yeah <laughs> That's why Mario Kart is good because that's like such yeah. a, a quality game because everybody likes it. It's straightforward. And because of just like the items, like it, yeah. you know, it levels it out. It'll humble someone yeah. really quick. If you get in first place, it's easy to just lose like immediately as soon as you got to first place. The funny thing about the Mario franchise is like as a kid, you know, I would play the main games and then you would get the sports ones and cart and party. And like as a kid, you just accept that. It's like, yeah, yeah this makes sense. As an adult, I'm like, why did why did we have Mario driving cars and playing yeah. tennis? Like they took this guy and he and they made him they everything. made him everything and, and it works. works. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like party, that was the most. They were like, yo, we need to stop nickel and diamond this shit, man. Put Mario in there with everybody. Play Monopoly. make it a variety fucking game. You would play fucking basketball. Yeah, chess. I don't give a damn tennis. Make them play everything in that. By the end of the game, I promise you they'll be fulfilled. I'd love to see them like in like further innovate and just start coming up with new Mario shit. Yeah, because with Switch, they just recently put out a new soccer game. They did tennis a few years ago, yeah. and now they just announced baseball. They should find like a new Mario yeah. sport. Like I remember they tried basketball on DS and it kind of sucked, so they yeah, just that, stopped. But I played it too. That was like it was really clunky. It was the only game in my life where I sold it back to GameStop. <laughs> Mario three on three was not a good game. Yeah, I didn't really play it that much. Yeah. We, what we really were on was the uh I don't remember which part I think it was just Super Mario when you get the it was the one when they first introduced the yellow uh mushroom. Where you get big, big. Oh, new Super Mario Bros. Yeah. For DS. We would uh we would do the joint game thing. Yeah. On the DS and we'd be like playing that shit all day outside. Yeah. The DS had that download play feature where yeah. if one guy owned Mario Kart, everybody in the room could play with him. You know about that? Wish we would have fucking known about that oh, at the no. time. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, like we were all buying the games. Well, I mean, once you go home, you can't play it anymore. But, yeah, but the multiplayer. We only played with each other. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, when you open the DS, you know how it's like DS game, Picto Chat, and then like Game Boy game? Mm -hmm. There was like another thing called download play. Mm. And basically, uh, the one guy like opens Mario Kart, everybody else hits download play, and then your DS just links to his game. That's crazy. And what was crazy is the the people linking in, it would make them play as Shy Guy, who wasn't even a playable character in huh. that game. So it actually had like an exclusive like character for download play. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I think that's why in Smash, when you go to that map, it's like all Shy Guys like yeah. driving by. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cute little Easter egg. Yeah. Fucking, um, there was that, and I think, uh, I wanted to play Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Because that was when everybody like hopped on the open world thing uh -huh. 
and like I still hadn't like interacted with that shit yet. So Bre- Breath I of the Wild is like the best game I haven't ever played made. I have it, but I haven't played it yet. I I think it's maybe the best game like ever made. It's like I and you know I haven't played every game obviously. Yeah. But like it's so incredible. I kind of blame my mom. I was able. I had a chance to get introduced, which is ironic because my main is Young Link. Yeah. I wanted to play Zelda. It was uh, the Mask one. Majora's Mask. Oh, Majora's Mask. Yeah, Majora's Mask. And somebody had it. I don't know where we were living. We were living with somebody, and they had the the fucking game. And I wanted to play it really bad. Yeah. But, like, he wouldn't let me. And then when he was gone, I would ask my mom. And she was like, nah, you can't play it. And then she seen it, and she was like, nah, this shit's too scary. You can't play oh, that shit. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So I never got to have that experience with yeah. Zelda. And so now I'm like, when I seen Breath of the Wild, I was like, damn, this makes me kind of want to go back and yeah. play all of them. Yeah. Breath of the Wild is actually the first Zelda game I've played. Like, I always, I, I found out about Link through Smash Bros., you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't know who he yeah. was. And I I feel like as a kid, uh, you know, I mostly played Mario and Pokemon, which are kind of straightforward games yeah. where you had the problem solve, you know, like in Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> and you have <laughs> to talk to the characters and actually read what they yeah, say. What the My friend makes fun of me. About. I don't read the dialogue, yeah. you know? Because in like, Mario and Pokemon, you don't have to read that at all. Yeah, no, I don't. But in like Zelda, you actually got to pay attention, and so I, I just never really did those. But Breath of the Wild, like it's uh, it just turned six years old, and the sequel comes out in May. That was that long ago. Twenty seventeen. Oh shit. Yeah, that's when the Switch came out. Damn. I know time has been going by so fast. Yeah, that's crazy. It uh. So I kind of made a point to not Google like what to do in the game too much, you yeah. know. So like all these years later, I can still pick it up and find like new yeah. stuff because the the world in it is so, so big huge. and it's just so pretty. Like you can just run around and like have a good time. Have you ever played Jack and Daxter? No, no. I, I've Bro. heard of that though. Bro, if you if you like Breath of the Wild, yeah, I'm assuming if it's anything like I've heard it is and what I've seen so far, Jack and Daxter was like this shit like i don't know about one and two which is crazy because those are two are already good but uh no 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 two was good too two and three those two that shit there's so much to do in it and like just going around beating shit up as like you get you collect these like orbs and so you have like a mode change yeah so it's like uh like how sora has the valor mode Mm -hmm. he has like the similar shit that shit is like me and my friend used to play that shit like every single day. And the story mode is long as hell. So you got like, yeah. even when you finish, there's still shit to do. Like yeah. how it is on Grand Theft Auto if you didn't do yeah. certain things. I've never played Grand Theft Auto. I never really either. Yeah. My dad didn't let me play it. Yeah. It was like, it's so funny. Like people who did grow up with that game talk about having like basically trick their parent into buying it. My dad knew what it was right from the jump, and since he is actually from the streets, he was like, nah, we can't have you. <laughs> I don't want you to get anything in your mind. And he almost didn't let me play Call of Duty yeah. Halo because he was like, I don't want you to even think about anything that I ever actually had to do. Right. So I just that makes never sense. got to get that experience. But I would just go behind his back, play it at my friend's house. You know, Halo is, like, so cartoony in a way, you know? Or, like, you know, it's, like, fantasy. Yeah. Call of Duty is kind of insane. Straight up, you shoot a guy in the face. But also, it's based on, like, actual atrocities that have happened. You know, like, Call of Duty World War II. Like, that's insane. Exactly. You know, that makes it very plausible. You're killing Nazi zombies. Call of Duty Ukraine. Can I I probably shouldn't have said that. Oh, that's fine. You're going to get demonetized. For saying Nazi? Yeah. Eh, That's whatever. Yeah. I, these make me like 20 cents. <laughs> oh, 
yeah, Sage. <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 you know that YouTube ad. Really, you got to get like a million views to like actually make money from YouTube. Unfortunately, that's what I just found out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So how? So your uh, your music video for Uncultured that has like like a hundred thousand views or something like that. They. 150 now yeah 160 one of those two yeah it's a it's a great video congrats on the success on it you uh i mean you don't have to say but yeah it's it it's unfortunate that, that doesn't make a ton of money right yeah <laughs> even yeah. though you're like it's, the craziest part is i didn't it did, uh i wasn't monetized yet when i dropped it so yeah when i came out it got monetized like when it already hit like 100k yeah so i was like oh shit all right because i would have helped out if i would have just if it was out because you don't get back no on yeah yeah i didn't get none of that only got like the last whatever it is at now fifty thousand. yeah <laughs> yeah and then you're just like all right hope that happens again yeah it, i mean it's better than no money obviously no absolutely yeah like um yeah that was something i thought about but yeah the videos um i, I get why people like it and like i'm glad people like it and stuff I always wanted to, um, I always wanted to like make something like that in this, in the sense that like it was like a homage to people, but I wanted it to be like way later when it was like I was already like established, established yeah. yeah. And then like people were like, "Oh, that's cool that he did the thing," and then I was able to flesh it out better. Yeah, but um, I mean, the shit, it worked. So how mad can I be? Yeah, you know totally. And. I'm also not like a hundred percent like cool that I had to like put on this guy's face and that guy's face for people to be like, oh wow, like you're cool. Yeah. I was actually expecting more like um backlash from it. I thought niggas I thought niggas was gonna be like, yo, why are you copying niggas? That's so crazy. Right. And like just shit on it. I thought I was gonna get like hate blow up or something, but like people liked it and like they thought they seen it for what it was. Like it was like kind of like not i don't know but i just like no, that i get, I get what you're it. saying yeah. that's actually a lot of kind of what i wanted to talk to you about just philosophically as an artist because like you know i, I think people get backlash when you copy but you're not being transparent about it you're trying yeah. to pass it off and like you're not yeah doing as it. if it's not that Your, yours was you know blatantly like this is yeah. the shot from this, this is the shot from this exactly but when i listen to your lyrics like i know it's very important to you to be original and be creative and feel like you should actually be able to have a life off of that which yeah. i very much so align with yeah. you know and so it <laughs> I, I almost took the, the song and the video as like almost like a backhanded thing where yeah. you're like, fine, here you, here that's you fucking exactly, go. That's exactly what it is. I'll give you what, what you is. guys fucking want and you're going to give me the views and yeah. call me smart for doing it and He's, this is what I had to do to get here. And like, exactly. That's, that's how exactly I took it. What, you know how like, especially like when I was like, because um, earlier last year I had put out the, the Donda 2 projects and I put out the Bully project yeah. and it was like, that was me even, I was already like, I don't want to do this shit. Like, I really do not want, I don't, I already hear niggas being like, oh, this is that, this is that. I'm going to lean all the way into it and like yeah. put out a whole project that's like, oh, these people's names are attached. Look, this is what y'all like, right? Yeah. I felt terrible putting that shit out. I didn't almost put any of this shit out, but I was like, I need to get this shit moving because... I don't got much time left on this planet for all I know. So like, sure. I want to get shit going for me. And 
So I did it and then I felt bad. But then once like I thought about it a lot more after the year it passed, I was like, you know, really everyone had to do some form of that at the beginning, like in yeah. compromise and like, I'm not exempt from that just because I know that like I'm yeah. not exempt from like putting in like the, the grunt work. So I was like, all right, well, okay. If I got to do something and I got to be like, I got to do something I don't like, yeah, I'm going to do something that at least is like, shows my talent, shows my creativity. And, um, you know, at, at the end of it, I was just like, all right, well, if people say it's like this and they like it, or if actually, if they say that like, oh, like, oh, you're copying this guy. Okay. Um, you're kind of like talking, you're kind of like bringing down that guy because if I'm able to make something that even remotely sounds or looks like this guy, yeah. and this man has money, yeah, and he has all this, this shit and I don't, that kind of says a lot to me personally that uh -huh. like I'm able to create on that level. So I was like, all right, well, okay, this is giving what they want. Fuck it, if this is what they want to see and they this is what'll get my name out there, whatever, totally. I'll do it. Yeah. And um, it just was funny to me too, cause like a lot of people will be like, oh, like why, why are you doing all this? Why are you doing this? And I'm like, because I just dropped Gnarly, which was like completely original, like completely my brain, no outside forces, just sheer, okay, I wanna do this thing. Mm -hmm. And I put it out and then I go as hard as I did for it. And then it didn't really do anything. But then I do it this way and then boom, here we are. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I kind of proved to myself now I feel better. Yeah. Like it makes sense now. I want to stay on this topic. Can you give me a sec just to check yeah, the cameras and shit? I just, I'm like so paranoid. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, this little kid was just like creep, creeping behind yeah. you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I'll just I like, need to do that more. Oh, like double check in the middle? Yeah, in the middle of the thing. I'll be too so it's, into shit. Yeah. I don't want to be, I'm like, I'm, I'm being paranoid. Just shut up, do it. I had that thought in the back of my head the whole first, like, <laughs> that we just did. And I was like, I need to find a point. And then you started talking about, like, what I felt was be, will be, like, maybe the best shit. And I'm like, yeah. okay, now I really yeah, got I got to make sure this is getting <laughs> caught because if it isn't, I'm going yeah. to be pissed. Yeah. So I, um, so I, I was subscribed to you, like, a number of years ago and then, so when you started making some of your recent stuff, it was just popping up on my YouTube and it just, it caught my attention pretty immediately with like the firecracker music video. I was telling yeah. you earlier, like that, it's just so crazy. Yeah. And, and then, then did you direct that or co-direct that? Yeah. No, I directed it, uh, with, uh, well, co-directed it. That yeah. One. Yeah. With, uh, my girl. Yeah. I, uh, I, 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 so I must've seen that in the credits and I was like, this is so original and the fact that like the guy is doing it himself, you yeah. know, because. I unfortunately think a lot of musicians want very bland music videos, you yeah. know, they just want the, the flexing and the performing and all that, you know, so. More power to them. Nothing wrong with that. If that's it's just like boring, what though. you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Like if that's what you want to do, I personally find it boring. You got a big ass ant on your laptop. Oh, that's fine. He can. It's a fire ant. I mean, that's okay. All right. Should I get rid of him? It's your funeral. What, is he going to kill me? Yeah, probably. Fire ants are that poisonous? Yeah, yeah, man. They're going to haunt you in your sleep. I'm not that afraid of ants. All right, he's gone. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll do it for you. Yeah. Um, what was the question? We were talking about the firecracker music video and just the oh, super yeah, original. Oh, that, yeah, people, like, yeah, if they want to do that, that's cool. Like, I personally find it boring. But, like, after, like, 
I, I I've done that before because um, I didn't direct them. Sure. I, I had the the pink video and the freedom video, and I did like videos before that, like my friends and shit, like in, yeah. in high school. But I wasn't really thinking about it too much. I just knew I needed a video for a song, so yeah. I just go shoot it. And that and that's fine. Like they they serve a purpose, especially yeah. when you're first getting started. But you know. Uh, to see you like as the artist, like also doing the videos, that yeah, just super caught my attention. So like this whole uh, recent rollout, like a year or two later, mm-hmm. has been really cool to see. And so when I was um, just kind of doing some research on what you've been up to, like yeah, I saw the gnarly project. I I, I missed it when it came out. Yeah, and um, you know yeah, you had like elaborate like costuming, and I saw like did you do like a billboard for it yes. even? And yes. Yeah. So I don't know like it. How is that for you, like, putting in all that effort on that one? But then now this one, like, you said you're kind of appealing to the internet, and now that's what's working. Not only that, if it felt like, um, I think I said it somewhere before. I'm pretty sure I said it publicly before because I was really trying to find a way to fit it in somewhere. Yeah. Um, it felt like Iron Man when he was putting the, the, the Iron Man suit together with the scraps. Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave! With a box of scraps! That's how, like, the last two years it felt was putting together shit with scraps. Like, all right, well, fuck, I gotta get this shit going. So you put this here, you put that there, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's, uh, the last one was crazy because, and just in general, like, for music videos too, like, I just wanted something. I don't like performance-based videos. That's all it is. Like, I like videos that kind of, like, don't have I, the less performance the better for me i i as yeah. a director i feel the same yeah, way like yeah. i want to like kind of make films in that regard because the niggas be like uh, i, I want to make films, films all the time, time. But, like i really want to like make it like that yeah because that's kind of what i like but i just haven't had the resources to do that so what i've been making is what i just can you know what i'm saying yeah and um what were some videos you were like inspired by to get to that point? Like, had you seen other stuff also doing that, or no? So it came from a disdain, like looking at shit. Like even my favorite artist Tyler has videos, but like a lot of his stuff is like performance based, and like I liked it better when it was more like the fucking young video. Mm-hmm. Like when it was like that, and he was barely doing any of the performance stuff. I was like, that shit's cool to me. Like, yeah. I want to make more stuff like that, and like incorporate dance and shit like that yeah and um make it entertaining to watch that's all i was going for with gnarly's videos with firecracker i was just like all right i don't want to do any performance stuff i want it to all be a story even if it looks shitty or whatever i just want it to be something you watch and blah 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 yeah and um yeah that just came from me looking at other shit and just being like i wish they would just do it like this Mm -hmm. like I'm, when I do mines, I want I want like this, but like none of that. Yeah, my uh, yeah, like I, I grew up watching like Arctic Monkeys and like White Stripes music videos, yeah, and they were so conceptual. Like uh, yeah, Michael like, uh, Michelle Gondry was like such a good director, and Spike Jones who were just, just doing, doing crazy yeah. music videos, you yeah. know, and they were just so like conceptual, but before like consumer visual effects were a thing. So yeah. instead of doing like After Effects, it was like. There's this uh, White Stripes video called Hardest Button to Button, and every note they hit, they like the 
the amps like duplicate. Yeah. So they yeah, probably I had to buy like 80 amps for this video, yeah, yeah. you know, which obviously we, we can't <laughs> yeah, afford. Yeah, of but course, yeah. It, it was really creative. And so like uh, Arctic Monkeys, Fluorescent Adolescent, which is basically like a pop song. Yeah. The music video is clowns beating the shit out of each other yeah. in a park, <laughs> which is like not what you, yeah. know, like you would pitch normally. Yeah. And so I just love stuff like that because it really sticks with you, yeah. you know. I, I feel like like I can describe it to you easily. Like it's the video where this happens. When all these other videos are so similar to each other, like, oh, it's the guy doing the song in front of the money. Yeah. It's like, how do you even tell someone about it and get yeah. them, you know? Oh, that's literally what I was going, like, whenever I be making stuff in my head, I'm like, all right, what is the one sentence people will say? Like, oh, it's when he did the cat and hat. Yeah. Oh, it's when he did the fucking iron, the, the armor, whatever. Yeah. Like, if I wanted to be like able to a lot of music videos. You'd be like, "Oh, it's the one when he's rapping." You're like, right. Which one? <laughs> like, yeah. My my favorite part in that video is when you're staring at the camera and you do the snap. That was right there. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. You you had like so much like character you know like in just your movement and like you were very like a cartoon you That's know exactly and what yes just you know like the whole like flourish of the movement and everything and I just, I was watching him I was like he's being very intentional with yeah. all of this so I I just really appreciated all of that that was the word for that one cartoon I wanted to be in my face like my facial expressions and everything cartoonish yeah like all the if you notice there's little um. Like when it zooms in on uh, my girl, it's like with the little like white lines and shit. Like it's uh, yeah, like the speed lines. Yeah, yeah. So like that was kind of like the the driving force behind that one. And then like bubblegum, that just came from like we wanted to at first. So here's the thing, Firecracker at first was gonna be like inspired by like Charlie's Angels type shit. Okay. And we were gonna be in like the we were gonna be like spies and like in the tracks the leather suits the body suits or whatever like yeah. fighting and shit inside of like a uh inside a house like a old school house 70s disco house yeah and it was gonna be that and then like people were gonna keep coming in and we were gonna act like we were good and then they were gonna go about and we'll go back fighting but then like she just said like i, I don't fucking know we just wear cat and hat suits and fight each other i don't know and then she thought i wasn't gonna listen and like do it i was like yeah yeah, yeah okay let's like, do of that. course and then she was like I was just joking. I didn't really know. No, we're doing it now. That's what's <laughs> happening. And I figured it out and I did it. Bubblegum was like, I think we both were really feeling dance at the time. I don't know what it was. When we first moved into our apartment, we were just like super like into K Tronada and shit okay. at the time. And like, we were in like 70s disco shit. And we was like, damn, we, we want to, we, I remember we played the song when it was done because she helped like executive produce that one because I was like, I want you to tell me how to like, write this one and like how to produce it yeah and once we finished the song i had like this disco ball and i turned it on and then i turned on like i turned off all the lights and i turned on like all these led lights i had and then we played it and then we just were like dancing like we were in our own nightclub all around the house and shit and he was like wow this shit is so fucking good wow we really made one that's crazy yo we need to do a disco video <clears throat> And that was what it was. And it was supposed to be longer and it was supposed to have a story behind it and shit. And like, mm -hmm. <coughs> God damn, I'm sorry. You all right? Yeah, I'm dying. For a water break? I should have a little song for water break. Here, I'll give you some B-roll for it. 
Yeah, I'm sure whatever I did turned out great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was supposed to be like a whole story and stuff, but like it ended up being what it being because I planned it so poorly, and I thought we can film everything in one night at the location we rented. Yeah. And just didn't happen that way because we ran out of time and a lot of the people I invited to play different parts just didn't show up. And I was mm-hmm. like, ah, well, fuck. And the guy that filmed it, um, he edited it and made like a reel for it. And he was like, hey, what, what do you think of that? And I was like, oh, that worked. I don't have to edit. Cool. <laughs> Tight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it seems like on your videos you have like a lot of friends helping you and stuff too, right? Or no? So right now, no. Last album, it only worked out that way because I had came up in the pandemic and I had some money to be able to like get my friends out here from Vegas to help me and shit. And like, uh, I was able to pay people, but I couldn't like do it anymore. So that's why I was like, all right, now I got to figure this shit out on my own. It's like the apocalypse coming or something. Is that rain? Yeah, I guess it's rain. All right. Well, the audio has rain now, but that's all right. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I was able to pay people, so I was able to get more people in at that time. Yeah, is it only raining where we are? Because there's visually none. Yeah, I don't see anything else, but I hear it here. It's like there's just a cartoon cloud above us. <laughs> That's usually how shit be working out for me. So yeah, yeah. So are you from Vegas? So I was born in Vegas, and I lived in Long Beach from. I was born in Vegas. I think I stayed there till I was five, but I was going back and forth at the time. But um. By the time I was like five or six, my mom, she handed me off to my dad and I lived in North Long Beach until I was like 15. And then I went back to Vegas, finished high school there. And then by the time college came, I left there and went to Denver. And then I had to oh. go back to Vegas. This is whole- Yeah, you know, just being thrown yeah. around a lot. Yeah. How uh, How is Vegas as a place to live? Like that seems like I know a what weird- you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, when I first went out there, my first thought when I was 15, I was my first thought was like, wait, niggas really live here? Wow, that's crazy. Wait, I didn't even put that together. There's houses here. It's not just casinos and yeah. shit. My grandparents lived here. What? I didn't realize that. <laughs> the yeah. strippers don't live in the club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're all over the place. But yeah, that was... Uh, I still don't know if my time there damaged me or made me better. Yeah. Like. Maybe both. Because when I was there, it was like. Yeah, exactly. Maybe (laughs) both. Yeah. Because when I was there, it was like. I met people. I got cool with people. I went through a lot of shit there. But like I left and I don't really know how to feel about that time anymore because in my head it was like nostalgia. So I'm thinking like, oh, it was good there. Right. But now that I had the time to really think about it, I was like, wait, that's. Was that good for me or was that bad for me? I mean, I went through some traumatic shit there. Yeah. So. It's hard. I mean, all you can really do is like, you know, ideally like therapy, emotionally process what you've been through. But then at the end of the day, like you just kind of have to keep pushing forward, yeah. you know? So yeah, it's I like... don't think about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, happened. And I can't do anything about it. Um, yeah. That was where, um, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a video I put out like, Two years ago, I think, I was talking about like uh, I was running with a shotgun. Mm. Um, I don't think I saw it. So, I wish I did more research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my mom, she also has bipolar disorder. We were just talking about Kanye earlier. Yeah. Um, that's why I see it the way I see it. I don't really like 
complete because they really now I know firsthand that they really cannot control that shit like, yeah. at all. Yeah. My mom, she had like shit going on with her where like she would literally like hallucinate and see shit if she didn't take her medicine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So <clears throat> and then when she got mad and she got moody, it would be bad. I've recently just remembered why the chain of events started. So you get to know exactly how it started with this too. Yeah. So my mom, she have are you familiar with PCH? Uh, sweepstakes? No. So there's this shit called PCH sweepstakes. They is public clearing housing. They were giving away like millions of dollars to oh, people, wow. random people that come with the big ass check. Have you ever seen the the shows when they come in the check and they're like, You won ten thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. So <coughs> God damn, I'll probably just put your whole audio with that. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> getting too excited <laughs> um so she got an email that looked like it was from these people long story short wasn't she sent them money our rent money and was like damn that i'm sucks. pissed so i'm knowing all this is happening and she's thinking she's about to be rich but the whole time i'm telling her like i don't know this shit ain't this shit don't look real I'm trying you, to tell you you shouldn't have to pay the people who are yeah, offering you a million dollars she didn't want to hear it though she was just like nah we need this though i went to school i came back home she i came back home she had the shotgun laying on her lap pissed like "Ooh, i want to kill somebody like yeah not feeling that shit and she basically was like i i need you to talk to me i need you to calm me down i was like yeah i, I see that yeah. And so I talked her down. She was just mad. At least I thought. And then I told her, like, yeah, I have, like, a talent show the next day. And she's like, oh, I want to go. And I was like, probably not the best idea. I don't want yeah. you to. No, I'm gone. No, fuck that shit. I'm gone. And sure enough, she came. She was yelling at the people, all the kids performing before me, saying like, yeah, bitch, you suck. I was like, yo, relax, how old, how old were you? 17, I think. Okay. 17 or 18. No, I was 17. I turned 18 in college. So, yeah, she's yelling at the kids and shit. And afterwards, we go home, and she's still, like, pissed about the, the money or whatever. And I'm like, man, I don't know what to do about this. This is... I just want to go upstairs. I want to make some music. I want to, I don't want to think about this right now. And kind of been on this for a minute. And she's like, no, nah, I want you to stay down here and hang out with me and all this shit. At the time, if I was now, I would understand how much she would have like needed someone just to like hang out with her. But at the time I was just so focused on like making stuff so I can get out of there. Cause I wanted to like get to a place where I can be able to move out on my own. Yeah. But yeah, long story short, we ended up in like a argument and then she went to go grab like the shotgun from another room. So I beat her there before she even took a step in there. I was already like right on her and then I got past her and got it. But I didn't know what she was gonna do because she was really unpredictable and she was unstable where she was in her mind. And she's always told me like, yo, you're too big. If we get into a dispute, I'm probably going to shoot you because I cannot beat you up and your dad's not here to like, you know, discipline you. So I was like, I'm not going to get Marvin Gage, you know, Marvin Gage's dad killed him. Yeah. Yeah. And so 
grabbed the shotgun, didn't know what to do. I was just adrenaline pumped because I was like, damn, I don't know what the fuck I'm about to do. I got a weapon. Oh, shit. So I ran downstairs, went outside. I'm running with the shotgun in my hand. It's like nine at night or some shit. Yeah. So like people are walking and shit and I'm like, help me. My mom is chasing me. And they're like, nigga, you got a shotgun. I'm not helping you with shit. I'm going to run the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Looking back, I probably shouldn't have left the house or I should have at least hit the gun somewhere or something. I don't fucking know anything but run to the, I ran to the gas station across the street. And basically I juked her out in the gas station for like um, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And I'm trying to get the attention of the people inside to help me. But obviously they see a shotgun in yeah. my hand and I'm black. They're like, nah, I don't know what's going on, but I don't want nothing a part of that. So they locked the door on me and everything. And so I guess we made a much, as enough commotion to get everyone out of the parking lot. And people started calling the police and shit. And I'm juking her out the whole time. And it's kind of funny though, because she's like, obviously never going to catch me, but she was like trying really hard. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is me at my prime too. So she couldn't, she was never going to catch me. <laughs> and so I'm breaking her ankles and then the cops come and I shit you not like 15 cars. We were, we were at this four way stop section. It's the gas station is on one corner and then it's just four streets. They covered every single street and they all had their guns pointed at me and her. It was like fucking 20 cops or some shit. They all like, put the gun down right now. And I'm like, shit. And my mom's standing next to me and she's still trying to go after me. And I'm like, she's chasing me. I don't know what to do. She's like, stop moving and put the gun down. And I'm like, well, I don't want to get shot. But she kept acting like as soon as I was going to put it down, she was going to go for it. And I, I didn't know what she was going to do. So I got a, I, I tried to get a little closer to the police so that if that did happen, they can clearly see what the fuck happened because we it was dark where we were. Yeah. So I put gun down. I put my phones down. She immediately goes over there and, like, she stomps on my phones and, like, breaks the screens. And I was like, why would she do that? <laughs> that didn't have anything to do with this. <laughs> and then... Now we're both like this, went on the floor and shit. Yeah. They detained me, yeah. put me in the back of the uh, cop car. And, um. Here, if you wanna wait for this plane to yeah. go by. Yeah. Sorry. Plane break. <laughs> at, the, at the climax of the. I'll get you a B roll. <laughs> JJ the Jet, just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> JJ the Jet. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, um, they put me in the back of the car. Uh, she, they still got her at gunpoint in front of everything, and she's resisting. And I'm, like, sitting there, and then it dawned in my brain. I'm like, damn, am I about to watch my mom get smoked by 20 officers in front of, like, right here just today? Yeah. This is the day? And she was, like, yelling back at him and shit, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I started crying because I was like, what the fuck is going to happen and eventually she complies, they take her, and then they ask me, like, what the fuck happened? And I was like, this is what happened. And they're like, oh, this is dumb. Like, why is this happening? And so then they go to her, and they're, like, asking her questions, and they came back to me, like, hey, does she have, like, a mental illness or something? And I'm like, yeah, she has this and that. And then they were like, oh, well, you know, that's actually illegal to own a firearm with a mental illness. 
and it wasn't like a thing yet though like that wasn't a law yet but they just kind of like said that and i was like all right whatever and i know it wasn't that because they only kept her for a few days like because nothing happened obviously like yeah but apparently that was a law if it was like that they would have kept her longer but basically yeah they took her off she stayed there for like a week I had the house to myself, so I uh, recorded some music, brought all the homies over. Right. We ate pizza, had sleepovers. It was a fun time, actually, after that <laughs> point. It was a reset we both needed. She came home, and she yeah. was like, you know, I'm mad as fuck, but I needed that. I actually needed that. And I was like, glad we can come to a happy ending on that. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it damaged me or matured me because right. shit like that was happening. But also, I mean, it wasn't all sad shit. It was like yeah. I had good times with friends and shit there. Yeah, it's kind of fucking weird, like, what has to bring you to something sometimes. Yeah. yeah. If there was any story to... Well, that and her birthday, but we're not going to get into that. But sure, sure. Put both of those things together. Yes, that was like the staple of my time in Vegas as a child. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I wonder if being in Vegas in some way like helped the cops handle that in terms of them just probably seeing crazy shit all the time. Yeah, that's what, that's kind of what I'd be thinking about because that was pretty much on the mild, milder side minus the shotgun. Right. Like people on the strip get harassed like tourists get harassed and stuff all the time totally yeah yeah i've only been there a few times and i wasn't even like 21 when i went so yeah i'm not really trying to yeah me either i i was there i just didn't want to i never had that feeling any any temptation you know all my friends wanted to go to casinos and go into the clubs and shit and i was like and well you you had this one line on your album where you said like uh, you, you basically said something about mac miller being like the best addict to listen yeah. to because at least he tells kids not to be like him yeah you know? and people are uh some people are is a genre of people really angry about that but they don't like understand how much i love mac that's they, a that's a compliment yeah they're saying it like it was like a backhanded compliment but like you know if you want to look at it that way yes it can be a backhanded compliment but the way i was like thinking was like we got all these guys now that like all they do is talk about that. Like they're talking about, oh, I'm off the lean, I'm off the bean, I'm off the Zan, I'm off this. And I'm like, yeah, there's gonna be kids that hear that shit and they're gonna be like, what's that? And then they're gonna get into it, whatever. And these people are like legitimately like this close away from not being crackheads. Like, yeah. like the shit they're taking is literally the same shit in crack on some of these yeah. things. So it's like, I'm looking at this shit and like, obviously I'm not like, I, I really only care for the fact that, like, I have empathy for, like, mankind as a whole. So, like, when I see, like, kids looking up to people like that and they're like, oh, I want to be just like him. I'm like, damn, that sucks. Because, like, yeah. that, they're, they're not doing anything to, like, not tell them to not do that shit. Like, some, yeah. you get the occasional artist who is, like, in that genre of shit and they're like, don't do drugs, kids. But it's like, yeah. it's half-assed. It's not like... It, but Mac, he literally has a song where it's called Don't Do Drugs. And he's like saying, don't be like me. Don't do drugs. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I really loved him for that because he was really open and honest about his addictions. And he was telling that's one of the main reasons I love Faces. When I was listening to it, I was like, that was the first time, which is ironic because 
Eminem. Yeah. But like that was the first time I heard someone be that honest about their demons like that. Yeah. And they were just like his whole tone was like, Yeah, my dad doesn't like that I'm doing this, but you know, I'm really fucking sad, so I'm doing it. And I don't want to do it. And you guys shouldn't do it, but I'm gonna do it because it and makes me now feel I'm better. gonna talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the little mini documentary they made about him being an addict while he was still alive? It's, I think it's, I probably did. It's, I, so it's not Vice, but it's, you know, something analogous yeah. to that. And basically, like, there's a scene where it's like him in his, like, new apartment in New York or something. He's talking about how, like, life is good and how he's been doing less drugs. And there's this scene of him in the studio where he's, like, trying to pour, like, lean. Yeah, and okay, yeah. And French Montana is, like, yeah. being like, don't do that. And he's, like, saying, like, you're not listening to me. This yeah. is not what you think it is. He's yeah. like, this is, like, way worse than what you think it is, so don't do what you're doing. And Mac is just like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, and he's being <laughs> playful about it, like, uh, uh, I'm doing it, it. Yeah, and it's just, it's really crazy to see the dichotomy of, like, when someone's being playful with, like, really self-destructive behavior and whether or not the people around you will just let you be playful or someone like french montana no. where he was like really just being like Dude. don't do that yeah yeah and it's crazy because towards the end of the mini doc he's saying like there's nothing cool about overdosing you yeah. just die yeah and and then but then there's this moment where he goes i'm still gonna do drugs though he's like yeah he's like don't trip i'm not gonna be sober yeah and like you know and the doc ends and it's just like it's so hard to watch Given what happened and how we know what happened yeah. now, it's like... And he was... He, like, I'm the age he was when he passed now, and exactly. I'm just like, I can't even comprehend accomplishing what he did at my current age yeah. and the idea of just being gone. Like, it just... Yeah, so... I don't know. Like, even just hearing, like, Drake on Sicko Mode talk yeah, about popping half that's a Zan. I'm really, like... I'm like, you're, like, a billionaire. Yeah, you're talking about you talking popping about? Zans? Like, why? I understand <laughs> maybe that someone's there writing with you. So they might say that, like, bro, that's going to sound so cool. And, you know, like, yeah, I can see some I can see Drake hanging out with, like, Internet money. And then the nigga's like, oh, yeah, if you just say that, the kids will love it. Yeah. They love that shit. I'm like, so when I hear him drop lines like that, he still does to this day. I'm like, ah, oh, Drake, come on. That's one thing that's interesting about Kanye is he like he occasionally talks about rolling up some weed. But yeah, I don't really <laughs> picture Kanye. I don't high. picture it either. I picture yeah. Kanye as a sober guy. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, obviously he drinks, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's his shit. That's how I feel too. Whenever I, I think about that with him, and I also think about like, I was, I just be thinking like, do people like, like, I don't, I've lost where I was going with that shit. Damn. Kanye high. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but I never really pictured Kanye like smoking weeds. And I kind of, when I first seen it, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't say he doesn't like, right. And I'm not like against weed. If anything, like I'm not against like, yeah, I'm not really against like people smoking weed. I'm against like niggas making that their whole thing yeah making millions of dollars off of kind of not even it, just so. that like not with artists just people period just like oh yeah. i need weed to function i'm like eh, kind of like yeah I'm, i don't know that's just not well not yeah I, I was straight edge till i was like 20 and yeah. now in recent years i've had like addiction issues with weed so yeah. now i've been like getting sober from it and like i am like way better you off it clearly not who i'm talking about yeah no no i'm not saying you are i'm just saying like i firsthand went from like doing nothing yeah. than having like a fun time and then eventually i was like doing it every day and it yeah. kind of just sucked and like 
I'm very glad to be out of that cycle yeah. now because yeah, like I definitely know people where that's like their whole personality. I'm like, what what are you into though? <laughs> you know, like I had a member in the group and literally we were going to shoot a video and we were going to go all the way to a desert. So we were gonna we weren't gonna be anywhere near anything. Yeah. They wanted me to stop everything, even though we were already running late, running out of sunlight and shit. Stop everything, go all the way out of the way to go get some weed so he can be okay, be okay for the yeah. video. And like, that's just something I will never understand. I just can't com compute that. Like, yeah. Like, some people like have actual health issues and they need that shit. I don't see it for like regular people. That shit does not make sense to me. Like, and then when we got there, he started like having like a diva mode thing. Like, you didn't take me to get the weed. Fuck everything. Fuck this video. Fuck this shit. I'm over here. Man, and I was like, I just will never understand that. That's that's probably just because I had a bad experience with people. There's probably people who smoke weed all the time. That's like their thing, you know. I oh love yeah. Them. I mean, there's people like Seth Rogen where like they see Wiz Khalifa. Yes, yeah, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. yeah, those are like the three guys, really. Yeah, I just <laughs> had a really singular biased. No, I'm experience. with you. I mean that. I guess with like the general themes of your album, you know, like you talk a lot about not wanting to work, you know, stupid jobs or how yeah. hard it is, you know, to get people in power to just like let you be a creative person and live off of that. And I, I thought it was interesting too, just hearing you talk about like influences and like modern mm -hmm. pop culture, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's something I had to push myself to do because sometimes I'll be forgetting I'm like here. I'll be so in my head about like the shit I think about like I'd be forgetting pop culture exists sometimes. And then like also on top of that, I've kind of like put a wall between me and the internet. Like I go there when I need to mm -hmm. and then I leave when I don't need, I don't linger too long. Yeah. So like on this album, I was like, damn, I don't talk about pop culture enough. I need to like show I'm here, I'm present. I know I'm of this world because like the last couple of albums, everything I worked on before it was like, I didn't have no one-liners that just like hit because right. I wasn't referencing anything anyone knew about. That was kind of like a important thing about me pushing everything I did for this last one. Cause I was like, they don't know me, but they know all these other things. So like, let me just put something in front of them they know about so yeah. that they can attract a little bit easier. That's interesting. I, you know, I was watching your, your ghetto land like TV show you made on mm -hmm. YouTube, which I think is very well made. Honestly, you did a great job. And I, uh, <laughs> something I liked was towards the end, you're kind of reflecting on how you somewhat had to talk about pop culture and existing things that people already know to get attention to you and how like, that's such a double-edged sword because you don't want to have to do that. Yeah. Um, and I remember you were saying how, like, you know, if if you want to be successful too, like, I kind of made a template a little bit, but you, mm -hmm. but I already said something like, don't do it, do it later though. I yeah. just did it, yeah, <laughs> you know? because yeah. if someone else came out with with the, Uncultured 2.0, yeah, with just the, ripping off all the music videos again, you know, yeah. you're like, you're like, well, now you're doing what now I did. You just do it. That's really meta. You might get something, <laughs> that's but really like, meta. Yeah, you might want to like hold off on it for a little bit. Yeah, that's funny. I, I don't, I don't, that's why I said it that way. Cause I was like, you could do it. Just don't do it right now. I remember wait. there was this uh, Cole Bennett lyrical lemonade directed video for somebody. And, uh, I think the artists 
song name was Kanye West or something like that. Yeah. And the video is just like shot for shot recreations of Kanye videos. Joyner Lucas? I, who knows? I don't know. It could have been anybody. But uh, the the uh, that video kind of pissed me off because like, so you were doing it on an independent level. On and an independent a level. I had no money. This guy was just like throwing money at like cosplaying Kanye yeah. videos for seemingly no artistic goal. You could do anything. You could have made anything. That's the thing I was saying. Like people who have money, you can make anything. And yeah. you choose to make the shit you be making. I made yeah. what I made because I was like, I got a camera, I got a backyard. What am I going to do? Yeah. Because this shit needs to move. But all I got is this. That's why it's funny to me. Like I had put out some, uh, this is like this is one of those narrative videos that I put out. It was just like a one-off, like um, it's a split screen, and it's me on one side with my face and me riding a bike on the other. Sure. And I'm dressed with the the fucking king. I think it's called a Kangle hat. Yeah. And I'm wearing a uh, polo shirt, brown pants, loafers. Yeah. Immediately. Oh, Tyler, you stole this from Tyler. This is Tyler. 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 Tyler did not invent splitting a fucking screen, bro. <laughs> He did not invent clothes. Oh, like the okra video? Yes. Yeah. You, he didn't invent splitting a screen. He didn't invent wearing clothes. I was trying to channel my Gene Kelly, but yeah. because I'm black, I'm Tyler somehow. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's one thing that Brock Hampton did that kind of annoyed me when they were doing their saturation videos. Yeah. They had like a cropped in format. Yeah, the 4-3. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't even 4-3. No, it wasn't even 4-3. It was like three. full it had screen, like, but just in. Like yeah. it was just a border around the whole thing. Yeah. Which technically is an existing ratio. I think it was like a certain television one um, from a decade. And yeah. they, they performed... Uh, I don't know if it was like Macy's Day Parade, but it was some like TRL. Was it where they been blue? Yeah, TRL. And they're like in New York. Yeah, TRL. Okay, I remember one of them went on Twitter, probably Kevin, and he was like, "I can't believe they let us use the Brockhampton ratio on TV." And I was like, "Man, like, <laughs> come on, like, what are you talking about? Like, you didn't invent that." And on top of that, like, Kevin's a funny nigga though. He probably was just doing that on purpose. He likes just saying shit on yeah. Twitter, especially when it comes to Twitter. He just be saying shit. Yeah, <laughs> but that would be funny if if it I. I wouldn't put it past him to fully think like, yeah, I made that, yeah. Yeah, he th he's a weird guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't really tune into that part of the world. As somebody had mentioned to me that like I was like um, that they could see the Brockhampton influence in me, and I was like, uh, like I what? Just being. I didn't really. I listened to them to like understand what made like what what made people like them. Yeah. And like I studied them because they were the most recent thing. Yeah. Closest to what I wanted to do. So, like, it put me in a space where I was, like, listening to everything they made. I was watching all the videos to see, like, how people react to the shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. They like it when they do this and they like that. Oh, okay, how are they on social media? Oh, they like it when they tweet like this. All right, cool. Because I was taking notes for my group. And um, so that's kind of how the show even came about. Because if you remember, early on in their career, they had a show on Viceland. Yes, and uh, American Boy Band. Yes, and that was like the whole reason I did the show because I was like, okay, after this show came out, yeah, people really like were able to tune in to what the fuck was going on with it. Yeah, so that's kind of what I want right now. So I'm gonna take that template, that format, and apply it to me and make it as close to my yeah. thing as possible. Is the Ghetto Land yeah. logo in like the blonde font? Yes. Also, yes. Yeah. 
when I was thinking about all this shit with like, oh, okay, put something familiar in front of them so that they can immediately be like, oh, that's that. Okay, yeah. what's going on here? And on double points, if it's in a genre of people that I kind of want to be mentioned among uh, coming in, because that'll be like the easiest way to come in, um, do that. So you, yeah. you kind of nailed it, honestly. Like the more I think about it, it's really interesting because you have all this branding that's like based around familiar shit, which mm -hmm. catches people's eye because people just love like fan art and yeah. seeing stuff that surrounds what they already like. Yeah. And then they're clicking into it and they're like, I don't think I know this guy though. He yeah. seems new. And then like everything you're talking about is like so transparent, yeah. you know, and it's almost it's almost like the album has air quotes around it yeah. in a way. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like like it's like supposed to be on that kid's wall like with these other ones exactly and, and then it's kind of the entry point to whatever you're going to do next which then you know i, I don't know but maybe it'll be more fully original again, yes the way, yes like, that's is. exactly what is yeah. yeah yeah you know for the people who want to like keep seeing what you know um, happens. this one is like I'm, I'm fully aware that like people really still don't know me sure but like i got a little something to work with so i'm giving them a little bit like i'm giving them a little bit on this one like yeah it's it's probably going to be like 90 90 to 80 percent me 10 to 20 percent them sure i don't have to be too familiar anymore like i can kind of, i'm able to pull back on that shit now yeah that's cool i'm gonna check this camera again yeah do that okay Fuck. how was it uh were you super surprised to get the fantana review yeah um it's as surprised as one can be after he tweeted it um, yeah fucking it was really a shot in the dark, to be honest. Like, I emailed a few people at the time. I emailed them initially. And like I said in the, the fucking videos I posted, like, I was really about to just put one out of my own already. But I was like, man, I've been sending shit to this guy and everybody for years. Let me just try one more time, just see if yeah. you actually see it this time. And, um, and I only really did it, too, because there was another guy... Um, within my circle of influence that I can see was going on with him. I remember it in a, uh, he deleted it now, but there is a video he was talking about his song. And I was like, how the fuck did this guy get to Fantano? What the fuck is going on with this? Yeah, it's interesting. And so I'm listening and Fantano said, oh yeah, this somebody emailed me this and it's a fire track. I'm going to react to it. And I was like, emailed you? you? It's that easy? Yeah. I figured like a billion people email you all the time, which I'm sure they do, but like you really be looking at that shit? All right. And that was years ago. So now I'm thinking about that when I was doing it. I was like, let me just try. And yeah. sent it to him. He, obviously the rest is history. After he did the tweet, in my head I was like, so many people are like kind of being like already, like the fans were hitting them up like, oh, are you going to review, review, review? I'm thinking he's looking at it like, I'm not going any further than this. This shit is already annoying me. I should never open that box. I'm annoyed. I don't want to, because I was tagging him and shit too, because right. I was telling people that, oh, look, he posted me. And he like removed the tags on Instagram and shit. I was like, oh, oh he did? Yeah, I was like, oh, he's probably tired of me. I'm not getting a review. But it would be tight if he did. Yeah. And so I held out for a little bit just because I didn't know. And then I was like, all right, let me post mine. So after that, I think it was like a week or two after that had happened, and funny enough, I was on the shitter and my girl comes running in. I'm thinking something's wrong. She's like, yeah, look, look. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, 
wow. And that was just my whole reaction was just, ah, interesting. I didn't think he was going to do it. That's tight. Let's go watch it. Yeah. And yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. I I was excited for it because I'm like, I also thought it would, a lot more would come from it. Like, yeah, he's the tastemaker's tastemaker. And like labels go to whatever the fuck he's talking about to see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I figured like, oh, like immediately somebody's going to see that shit and be like, oh, this is the, the new guy. Okay, let me figure out what's going on with him. And not really much. It, really, I was already going up before the video. So when he dropped that, it just took it to next step. And I was like, oh, I thought I was going to get a bigger bump or something from it. But right. Yeah. Yeah, that it's interesting. Like you, like you want so badly to get something that might help you. Yeah, <laughs> and even yeah. when you get it, it's like kind of a crapshoot. Yeah, like I, I always the artists I think of with him kind of helping, like uh, really expose them is like, uh, you know, he did Injury Reserve and he did mm-hmm. Rockhampton, and mm-hmm. I feel like with both, th- those probably both helped them those find really a lot of audiences. Because yeah. I think that both those artists were just like on like. Kanye to the forums yeah. and like shit like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so yeah, it's like in your mind, like it should be able to do the thing, but yeah. you, you never know. <laughs> yeah. This, I'm sure it's still making its rounds and shit, like the algorithm or whatever. Like, yeah. eventually people will come across it and stuff, but like, Sometimes I get pissed at him when he gives something at eight, but he doesn't wear the yellow flannel because I know I know <laughs> I so many go in. <laughs> I know so many people just click on the yellow flannel. Yeah, videos, that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, if you're giving them at eight, can you just you do please them wear the, the yellow. decency of wearing that sh- yeah. fucking shirt? <laughs> fucking, um, I didn't I didn't know what the white shirt meant for a long time. So when I does seen that mean him, anything? It, I guess it just means it's like one of the average albums. Like, that's funny. It's like a five to a six seven something like that the shirt conspiracy theories yeah i don't really like 100 percent know but when i seen him wearing the white flannel i was like oh it's not red so he has a blue one too yeah i don't know what that means i think he's just wearing shirts at yeah a at this point. point he's just fucking with us right yeah i think he's only canonized the yellow and the red but yeah. now we're all analyzing his yeah. goddamn <laughs> that's but funny i was just surprised i thought he was gonna be so on mine's, I said like, oh, it's going to be an eight, eight out of 10. Obviously on me, I know what I'm talking about. I'm going to give myself an eight. Yeah. But I really thought he'd give it like a four. Sure. Like before I even like clicked on it, I was like, eh, you might get a four, a strong four. But I seen it was a white flannel and I was like, eh, usually when it's like that, he gets a red. So I don't know. Maybe it's the one I don't know about, the blue one. But then he gave it that six and I was like, oh. You liked it a lot more than I thought you would. As, as much as my beautiful Dark Twisted <laughs> Yeah, fantasy, I was apparently. like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I know I, he said before that five and up means that he likes the album. Yeah. And like, that's how I feel with like movies too. Like I use Letterboxd and, uh, you know, it's like the five star system. In my head, I just. Someone put me on there. It's uh, It's cool. I just do it because I like remembering the shit I've done in my life. So making a list of like what movies I watched each year is just fun for me. Yeah. You know, but yeah, like when I'm like thinking of something like out of 10 stars, I'm like, yeah, if it's yeah, lower if it's than five, five, I didn't I'll... like it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. If it's over five, I liked it, but it, it could there's some things that maybe I would have liked more. If yeah. You just did that. Yeah. I remember you filmed your like reaction of watching it and something you said was, yeah, all the things he criticized was stuff I couldn't really control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so he was like talking about the mixing. I can only do so much. I only know so much. So my whole thing with mixing is like, I know I can make a song sound like a song. Yeah. But when I look at the 
people that do it like in the studios and shit, I know for a fact, like, okay, yeah, I know they know way more than I do. And I know that they can, if I gave them my shit, they'd be like, uh, okay, maybe you could do this and that. I know I won't ever get to a point of mixing that well until I bring it over there and see what they're doing and like see yeah. whatever's going on with that. Um, if it was like, if that's pretty much what I'm saying with that too, is just like, I can only mix so well. Like I'm only me and I'm self-taught. Yeah. And I just change like whatever I do for each album. I just kind of pick up a new technique to yeah. use. Our, and, uh, no, sorry, go ahead. And pretty much it was also like, the way shit was presented like i know like him and like a lot of people didn't really like krampus that was supposed to be like my thriller and i was supposed to have like a short film to go with it i had this krampus mask and yeah. i was gonna make a whole thing and it was supposed to be like that because i wanted to present it like it was for sure like a christmas thing uh -huh. that's why i dropped it in like december and shit too so i was like damn i couldn't flesh out anything i wanted to do for this album to yeah. make it like people can understand it and shit yeah so man. i want to here let me, i want to pull up the track list actually really yeah. quick just so i can remember um krampus i was like all right an evil christmas song sure yeah <laughs> yeah it's so random to be in there too because yeah if i really couldn't flesh it out i really shouldn't even have put it there but like i my i tried my hardest my favorite two, I think, were Break the Cycle and Fallen Soldiers. Yeah. Uh, Break the Cycle, just when those drums come in. Yeah. And then the bass line, it's just, like, awesome. I was sitting on that shit, like, the, the sample for that for, like, a year, and I was going to put it with this uh, other set of songs, but I couldn't figure out what I wanted around it. And so I just, like, scrapped it for the time, and I was like, I'm not ready for it. I got to wait. So this time around, I was like, all right, this put a theme behind it and then let's make it uh, a dance song. Cause I want to have like a, I don't think people would catch to this, but like, um, I was really like trying to make a thriller album. Yeah. And like, so that's why you have like, Worst Enemy is this ballad. That uh, one's great. Yeah, that it's supposed really to be good. like how uh, Michael Jackson has a song on Thriller uh, where he does this like soft ballad and he's like fucking crying in the song and shit. Yeah. I was going to do all that, but I was like, I don't want to do all that. But it was that. And then it's also like uh, Frank Ocean usually uh, always has these like one songs on uh -huh. his album where it's just him and an instrument. F Futura Free is my favorite Frank Ocean yeah. song. Yeah. That one's really good. Mine's is, uh, uh, what's that shit called? I would be honest. I would have faded. I, I, that, I, I don't know the name. Yeah. Close to you. Oh, close to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he sampled that Stevie yeah, Wonder, the Stevie Wonder song. Uh, Davy Crockett. Yeah. Performance. I would listen to that shit on loop every day. And it's yeah. just a small little interlude or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Looking at track list now, I'm like, oh, damn, there's actually so many things. I was gonna yeah, ask yeah, you. yeah.
So yeah, I, w- I want to ask you about that skit. So like it, it's like kind of multiple minutes, <laughs> like two guys just talking about like what they're listening to. I made it so long. I like it though. That's I, the, I'm yeah. S- it's not even that I like it. It's like on this one, I was like, I want to let it all hang out on this one because yeah, this is gonna be a lot of people's introduction to me. So I was like, okay. I can make everything because the way I work, I like to make shit straight to the point and short and like, I don't want to take too much people's time, you know? Yeah. But for this album, I was like, all right, with every idea I have, put it here because this is like low key, the way I was feeling when I was putting it out, I was like, this might be the last one I put out because if nobody gets to this one, I'm getting kind of old. probably need to go figure some shit out. I'm still going to put out music, but like, yeah, I got to figure some shit out. So I was like, just let it all hang out on this one. Just show every idea you have, show everything you can do on this one. That's why there's so many genres on there. And just let it go. So when I put the skit together, I seen it was like seven minutes or some shit like that. I think it's about seven minutes. I was like, niggas is gonna hate this, but I gotta do it. Yeah, you gotta show them. At the end of the day, people can just hit skip and move on. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I was thinking. I was like, worst case scenario, they could just skip. What's funny is the skit ends with the guy going to check out a song and then the album moves on to a song and mm-hmm. then it goes back to the skit. I was yeah. like, oh, we're still here? Yeah, we're still in the fucking restaurant. Okay. Yeah, which, and I got uh, a lot of people with the AirPod thing too. Yeah. People would be hitting me up like, you got me. Made me think my AirPod was... Yeah, yeah. my shits were dying. That's funny. I um, The first time I listened to it, I just kind of found it interesting and then I was replaying the album on the way over here and it kind of reminded me of, you know, the because of the internet, like in-universe kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, uh, are you playing both characters in that? Yeah. Yeah, what? <laughs> so you guys like start off talking about like what rappers you're into and then you're kind of, the two characters are like bonding over like li- like like bands and like you wound up talking about King Gizzard and yeah. uh, the neighborhood, which like super threw me off. You yeah. Know? What, uh, <laughs> what, what made you like go down the... So originally it was going to be me like trying to like put them on I have the uncultured song so I wanted to be like oh let like the older guy sees a young guy get some cultured hey here's some fucking Johnny Coltrane or some shit I don't know and I was like ah that's pretentious I don't really care like what people listen to if they want to listen to NBA young boy let them it's not like it's the end of the fucking world yeah and so it ended up being more like just two dudes having a really uh genuine conversation I don't even know if I'm basing this off of real life like partially it is because it's like I've been in situations like that before, but like I've never had that specific conversation with like someone. So sure, it felt very real though. Yeah, and I, I liked how like you might make assumptions about what someone's into. Yeah, but then they'll like hit you with a left. Cur- yeah, what the other guy was talking about, I I, I didn't expect him to talk about the neighborhood. It's yeah, sweater weather. I'm like yeah. this guy's in the sweater <laughs> weather. That's that's the funny shit I'll be talking. You'll have like these kids who come from like like uh the inner city and they're a little rougher and they'd be kind of scared. Like I remember when I first brought up to my friend, uh, Chris, we were at a McDonald's and they pl- started playing group love on the, the fucking PA. Yeah. And I'm like singing the song like, Oh, I love this song. This is a uh, fun. And he's like, how you know this white boy shit? And I'm like, it's not white boy shit. It's just the radio. This shit is bumping right now. This is the times. So yeah. He's like, I'm not going to lie. I kind of know it, but I don't want to like <laughs> say that. And I'm like, why are you so scared to like things that aren't street hood yeah. shit? Like, man, you can like shit if you like it. You don't have to be like that. 
Yeah. But then they pass it off now as like, oh, yeah, I just be smoking weed to it. That's just like my smoking weed mm, music. That's like the defensive. Like, yeah, but when I'm not high, I'll be listening to gangster shit. And I'm like, all right. That's interesting. Because, yeah, I, you know, I was just like a huge Donald Glover f- fan in high school and shit. And so, like, when I saw his stand up bit talking about getting bullied for like in the cranberries. And, yeah. And Suvion and shit. Yeah. And there's like, uh, and, you know, his I'm just a rapper uh, mixtapes. He's like rapping over like the bands I was listening to, which yeah. for me is like some like alt kid. That's, I was like, <laughs> that's what bridges the world. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. the fact he was, that, I compare that to like how Frank Ocean did the Eagles cover. Yeah. And that brought him to a whole nother audience. Well, like, Nostalgia Old. Ultra, he's like singing over uh, MGMT. Yeah. You know what's funny? On Nostalgia Ultra, he just does a full-blown like karaoke cover of Strawberry Swing by yeah, Coldplay. exactly. And that's like one of my favorite Coldplay songs. And yeah. it's kind of a deep cut. It's It wasn't really a single, but yeah. it's super beautiful. And his voice just kind of sounds better on it than Chris Martin's. Than, yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, when I that like really solidified me liking him. That, <laughs> you that know? shit like bridged the gap for me for MGMT because I didn't know anything about him. I didn't. I thought his electric feels was right to this the thing, and then yeah. I found out, and I was like, oh well, okay. And they're that was so what good. My mind to that to them and Coldplay and shit. They artistically kind of did something similar to you, where like Electric Feel, Kids, and Time to Pretend. Uh, do you know the lore on this? All right, so they were performing these songs on college campus, basically, uh, while they were going there, and they kind of made the songs ironically. Hmm. They were like, yeah, we're going to make some pop synth shit, you know? And then they, like, got a deal, and they didn't want those songs on their debut album. Yeah. You know, now they all have, like, a billion plays each. And the label was like, you literally have to. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And the rest of the album, you know, it has a very uh, psychedelic kind of thing going on. It's it's amazing. And they have a song on there called The Handshake, which is kind of about, you know, like the deal and, like, you know, selling your soul shit. Mm -hmm. And people did not, like, the masses, rather. I think it's amazing. But the masses did not really give a fuck about their second album because it was just very original and them. And then they put out a self-titled, which a lot of people I feel like didn't pay attention to. And recently they did their fourth one, and it's like the first time where they like have like hits again. Yeah. But like if you, but all four albums are like amazing. Yeah. And even I, like as a fan, kind of slept on some of it, yeah. you know, because you just sometimes it just the singles happens. get you. But yeah. th- those guys artistically, I think, uh, yeah, like they they just want to do what they want to do, and their videos are like really weird and yeah. stuff. So having them kind of like, you know. Uh, have like a Frank Ocean cover yeah. or showing up on Kid Cudi stuff. Like I, I, I like the way those guys move a yeah. lot. Yeah. I, so really my only like super duper favorite, that's why I mentioned King Gizzard in there. Cause I really actually like King Gizzard. My dad is like so into that band. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what or how I even got introduced to him or like what made me like him so much. Like, I think it was just cause I liked Pink Floyd a lot. I liked the dark side of the moon a lot. So, like, when I heard that, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and then them and Tame Impala, too. And um, yeah. Bad, Bad, Not Good. Those are those was, like, the ones that I gravitated to. And those were all brought to me through different, like, people I already liked. And it was like, I probably never would have even heard of them if they didn't do, like, remixes and covers and shit. Totally. Like, I found out about Like Lee through uh, Tyler's remix. And then yeah. I, I actually made, like, a chopped and screwed version of it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. One of the most random concerts I've ever been to was Danny Brown opening for, <laughs> for The Neighborhood. That yeah, was a, that's random. That was a tour that they did together. The Neighborhood are kind of allies, though. They'd be like, 
They gave Kevin Abstract his first tour and shit. Oh, really? Yeah. There, yeah. It, what was funny is half the crowd left when, yeah. <laughs> when like, Danny Brown was this? Done. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then there were the guys who like, got smoked to this, so I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Very, very, very. That was back when he still had his, like, hair, the hair, hair and the, the teeth. teeth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I, I saw him open for Gambino on the camp tour, mm-hmm. and uh, we were in Scottsdale, Arizona. He's like, what's up, Tucson? <laughs> and we're like, we're what not in fucking Tucson. Boy. <laughs> sometimes i'll be using his voice though it's really fun to rap like danny brown oh, yeah he, he, i wanted to ask you you use your voice like really interestingly like you change it a lot so i learned really early on i have an interesting voice because i can like i'm not really talking in my normal tone right now i'm talking so you can hear me how i really talk is like really lower you want to give a so sample I, of that i really talk like this Oh, yeah? That's my real voice. Yeah? But niggas don't hear me, so I have to project my voice so people can hear me. Yeah. And I learned that really early on, like at 16, because I was talking like that, and every time I'm in class, I'm like, hey, I need help or something. like, Jimmy, speak up. What the fuck? Right. So, like, I had to, like, switch my voice. But that was what made me, like, I started singing at that time, too, because I, I was like, okay, if I start singing now, by the time I'm a little bit older, even if it's not the best, I should be able to hold a tune. And that was how much I started gearing my life towards music so early on. So now, now that I know I can go up really high, down really low, I'd use that to my advantage on certain shit and just do yeah. whatever needs to be done. Yeah, you, you have some songs where you're doing kind of like a Kendrick type inflection. And exactly. I, I'm sure that's intentional, right? Yes, it's intentional, yeah. yes. Kendrick was a big part of my life at one point. I remember every day walking with the Beats by Dre, listening to fucking Good Kid, Mad City in high school in yeah. freshman year. And a lot of the voices I do is from that album. Like, everything he's done after that, I like, but, like, it never really stuck. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, like, which yeah. now Baby Keem is like. Yeah, <laughs> the Baby Keem Kendrick slash voice. Yeah. But, most, if you notice, like a lot of the singing I do is similar from Good Kid, Mad City, because that was the one that really like stuck with me. Like, there is this voice he used to do; he doesn't do it anymore, like that, on there. And he's like, ah, I was like, I don't know what it is about this voice, but yeah. I really like it. And that was something I took from that. So that's why you get um, on Worst Enemy, where I'm like. Um, Singing at the end, I'm like, ah, oh, ah, oh, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. I uh, I think when I started getting, like, more into your work, I, I, I questioned for a sec if you were the same guy I thought you were. Yeah. Because I, so I found out about you because you did the song Lemonade with my yeah, friend Quirty. Quirty. Yeah. And uh, have you seen Quirty's little visualizer he made? Yeah, for I've it? seen it with the kids next door and everything. The Cartoon Network. <laughs> How did you feel about that? <laughs> he uploaded it, and I think he tagged me in it one day, or he sent it or something. And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I didn't really even I didn't like the song anymore, so oh, I was like okay. over it. But he posted it, and I was like, "All right, well, I mean, it's cool." If, like if you want to cross over fans and stuff, they have yeah. a thing for that now. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah, I remember he texted me or something. He's like, I'm editing a video. <laughs> He's like, do you know how to find high quality Cartoon Network clips? Yeah. And I was like, what is this for? He's like, I did a song with this guy and I really, I, I, I like it. So I honestly <laughs> didn't think he was going to like it when I sent it to him. And I didn't think he was going to like it that much after I, it had been put out and shit. I thought he was just like, I like it because I was a, a homie. 
Yeah. And I thought he was just like, yeah, this nigga asked me to do a song. I do the song, whatever. It's a fun song. Yeah, it's a fun song. Like, in, in hindsight, I get what I was trying to do. So, like, I'm not a super critic on it. But, like, yeah, obviously, I'm not even, like, there anymore. Well, your voice was, like, way low on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lemonade. I yeah, want to it better than a lemonade. It was that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you know Cordy? Um, I went to a show in Vegas and me and my friend were just like in the So when I was in Vegas, I was in this event coordination thing called Jam Nation and they were booking a lot of artists everywhere and shit. And the antithesis to Jam Nation was um this other guy, this guy uh from Vegas, really good guy, Swami Natiro. Okay. He uh he has a good crazy story cuz not a good story. It's crazy, but not good. His arm is uh messed up. I don't remember exactly how, but he has like fingers on his arm basically. So, he got a lot of hype from just being like the guy with the one arm basically and like niggas was like fucking with him cuz he can actually rap too. Yeah. So, they were like making this they made their own event thing and they were that was who I was kind of bouncing between them two. So we went to one of his things to see what was going on with him and stuff and QWERTY was booked for that and he came from Arizona to do the show or whatever and it was in this little, it was this small ass like shop in the corner of like a random ass parking lot in Vegas. Like I had never been there before. It was nighttime and looked shady as fuck. But they had like video games and shit all over the place too. But anyway, he performed and I liked it. I was like, this guy is like the best one out of this whole lineup. So like, let yeah. me go see what's up with him. And I really don't remember what we even talked about or anything. I just knew it was like good. Like, yeah. We were really fucking with each other. So he was like, yeah, I'm not even from here. I'm from Arizona. And then it clicked in my eyes. I was like, damn, not everyone is from here. Everyone right. be coming sometimes. And I was like, oh, let me, yeah, let's exchange socials and shit. And somehow we kept in contact all this time. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's also really into Sonic. Yeah. And <laughs> Splatoon. Splatoon and Sonic. Yeah. yeah. No, it's funny. That's, uh, yeah, when I met him, I just, yeah, I kind of immediately realized he was really good. And it, I've just, I feel like I've just been fortunate to where, like, now I've been kind of just introduced to, like, a big world of just, like, legitimately really talented people. And that's how, like, I found your thing. And it's just, I get so excited by just seeing people, like, who are young and just making amazing stuff with, like, not much. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And it's, like, with technology now, it's just, like, totally possible yeah and I, I think a lot of what you talk about is like we're making amazing things and now it's really just if like people with power are like willing to look at it yeah you know exactly yeah so like that's the one thing that always surprised me i thought he was gonna go i thought he was gonna be the first because i remember when jump drive came out like i also thought i didn't it really didn't dawn on me till like maybe a year ago that you weren't like i thought y'all were all this one collective thing like and i was like oh okay but it dawned on me. I was like, well, oh, maybe they're not really like that. But I know you had, uh, I believe you directed the first video he made, the Jigonomics one, right? I did uh, Eureka first. Okay. And then like a year or so later, I did Jigonomics. Yeah. And we're working on other stuff now, I too. I seen that video, and I seen I listened to the album, and I was like, oh, damn. Quarry's going to be next. Wow, I'm fucking behind. This is crazy. Yeah. And then he was getting, like, good numbers and shit, too, at the time. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? And he was the first person that I seen use the Google Translate lady. Yeah. And he had it as a feature, and I thought that was the funniest shit. Yeah. That, uh, so that guy is, uh, so it's, uh, I know him now. It's this guy named Ben who lives in Atlanta. Yeah. And he changed his artist name from Google Translate lady to English. 
Oh. And uh, he's like kind of popping the most right yeah. now, actually, oh, wow. because he um he just put out his album uh, Best Days, and it's like really catchy, and he's kind of perfected the whole like vocaloid like google translate lady voice to where he can get it to like sing oh wow and like do auto tune <laughs> and all this so he's making That's like funny. legit pop songs and he has this one song on there featuring ai sonic and he has sonic do a verse over green hill zone yeah <laughs> and like oh, wow he's like yeah he's created a whole like cinematic universe on tiktok uh, with like his care, his like avatar basically, and he has a, a side universe with AI Drake living in Bikini <laughs> Bottom, and it's just like a whole fucking thing. That's actually funny. Yeah, and if fucking yeah, English is like a legit <laughs> musician now. But yeah, when they were doing the whole like featuring Google Translate lady thing, yeah. uh, I remember I, I asked um uh Tech um you know the producer uh like Tech Club right yeah Tech yeah. Club I was like is that just a bit like is that or he's like no that's like an actual artist yeah. featured on this song he's like everybody keeps asking me if that's yeah. like a real feature he's like it is <laughs> yeah that shit blew my mind i've never had seen that shit before and i was like oh there's too many there's too many good things going on at once with this album i think it's gonna do something yeah um i uh i'm really excited for what he's uh doing next yeah like i told you this really actually one of the like better like artists and rappers that I know of, he can really like his one-liners are just the best. I love his one-liners. Yeah, that's what like um, that's what I was saying with like Rip Ali. Like that was what kind of gravitated me to him. I was obviously also like the production too. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't like everything that I was listening to. Sure. And fucking yeah, man, that dude. That's why I had. I was gonna do like a. Uh, I still am gonna do it, but like I'm kind of like focusing on what I got going on. But like, I was gonna make my own like platform, my own blog sort of thing, oh, and, cool. uh, like a complex. And one of the first people I posted was him specifically. I was like, I made it with him in mind, like him and this other guy, uh, Raymond. Mm. I was like, these two people, these are like some of the most talented people I know. So I need to like get people to see this. Yeah, and um. I ended up posting them and everything, you know, I was trying to share it and shit, but like, I had to like, I'm, I was figuring shit out on the fly and I'm still gonna do that, but I gotta like, get right myself. Totally. That's what it came down to. That, that's why I do this is like, you know, my main goal is to be a filmmaker and so I'd love to make movies, but in the meantime, while nobody's giving me money to make movies, uh, music videos are like a cool way to make short films. You yeah, know? exactly. And uh, I've just always been such a huge fan of interviews because I just love like learning about like the people I like, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm like, all right, I'll go drive out to talk to Jimmy or, yeah. you know, whoever, you know, because I'm like, somebody has to. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I, 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 I. I like how much you appreciate like art and just like intentionally made stuff and shit mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's my shit. Yeah. Um, we're at an hour 40 minutes. It did not feel like that at all. Good. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm still good if you're good, but I, anything I might've missed or maybe just talking about the future. Uh, what yeah. Do you, yeah. We can talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Pretty much with the next thing, like I said, like the, not even just musically, I guess how I'm going to package it and everything is going to be built like more reeled back and, um, you know, it's going to be more original to me. I'm not going to go full original yet because I really want people to like tune in a little bit more. Once I have like my, one thing that dawned on me, like 
not too long ago, I was like, it's crazy because I'm at a point now, like low key, anything I post now from this point on will get seen. And that was like a really good revelation for me. I was like, wow, that's crazy. I, I freaked the fuck out. I posted a story the other day. I got like 9,000 views on it. Oh, that's nuts. And I was like, Yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Like November, I was getting 300 on a good day. Yeah. Today, I got 9,000 people to look at what I just said. And it wasn't even nothing important like that. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. So now I'm like, okay, if I can just get that like one more step over, um, then I can like go super back to gnarly level era just super duper originality and I'm gonna be as original as possible with this next one but I mean that in the sense that like I'm gonna package certain things certain ways when I present it to people and stuff yeah and um yeah the next one is uh wait when what was this be coming out I'm just gonna edit it as soon as possible so maybe like a week or two okay yeah that's fine um so the next one is like pretty much gonna be um what can I say about it? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what I would like people to know about it. Yeah. If anything, it's going to be another theme. It's going to be another concept concept to it. And um, it kind of coincides with Ghetto Land. And it's perfect because, like, Ghetto Land just happened. And this one is probably going to come out really soon. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So, and it's because by the time I was done with Ghetto Land, I already had started working on something new. Yeah. So... Yeah, this one is going to like kind of coincide with this one and get us one step closer to the the point I'm trying to make with everything. Yeah. So, that's yeah. awesome. And um that's why I took down a lot of my uh older music. I just took it down recently. Um I took down a lot of the singles. I took down the mixtapes and all that mm -hmm. shit. You just want it to look look cleaner and presentable. Exactly. Yeah. And I, it's like one of those things you'll understand when the mu new music comes because like when you hear it you're gonna be like oh okay that's why it's, it really makes no sense for all this other shit to be here when you got Ghetto Land right here and this right here this totally. is all I need and um, I just wanted people to like um, focus on these right here and I was cool with like losing money on the other songs not being there sure and yeah and like that's pretty much all I have from the the future with that, uh, I want to fucking uh, so like somebody like came to me from Rock Nation. Oh and wow! I just talked to them the other day, and pretty much I was trying to figure out if there was like a way I can get money out of it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. fund this one, but it looks like I'm not gonna be able to do that. So it's gonna be kind of the same thing, which I'm kind of scared of, but people like it, obviously. So. Um, it's going to look like how the last one looked as far as the production value of the videos. So, um, yeah, that's awesome though. I'm glad that people are like taking notice and at least wanting to talk to you and shit. That was the only one I hit up everybody again. Everyone ignored me. Yeah. And the guy that hit me up, he didn't, even, he wasn't even the one I hit up. It was just someone who just so happened to find me. My version of that is going on shortoftheweek.com and being like, this is the one that's good enough to be on this fucking website. Yeah. And I give them my $35 and then they send me back an email being like, we assure you we watched it. <laughs> <laughs> it, will not, it won't be on here. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking, gnarly, I sent, I, I made these mailers with like a custom fucking ship 
shipping labels and shit. Yeah. Real professional, like with posters totally. and stickers and all that shit. I sent it to everybody. Uh, everyone, just whatever outlet you can think of, whatever label. And week by week, just some of them just sent back like return to sender, just nothing. I was like, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that this last one like worked the way you wanted it to. Like, it's kind of funny because the way you present it, it it's almost like you're trying to predict the future. Like, yeah, that's and yeah. then when it actually happened, it's like, okay, that really solidifies this. You know, mm -hmm. it's funny. Like, it's kind of like you know, like when Kanye made Last Call. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and you know, people say like when he hadn't had an album yet, he would be talking about his second album already, yeah. and people are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> fucking. I was just telling my girl this. I was like, it's weird how, not weird, it's just, and to me it's tight, like how you're able to say something and it just be that. Like, I didn't think when I, like, I would say certain things that I meant, like when I really meant when I was just like, oh, I wanna like give the kids someone new to look up to. I wanna give the world a new thing. A lot of people would like, I, I think it's only just because it's like me projecting, but like a lot of people would probably be like, oh, who's this nigga think he is? What are you talking right. about? Like, what are you saying? But like people actually heard it for what it was and like actually was like, damn, that's what I want to do. That's tight. Yeah. And like I want to be like that too. So I, and then there was a connection, a real connection. And so like, that's when you're saying like, I had to, pre I almost was predicting what I had to say. Yeah. It was like, I was just saying shit, hoping that it stuck, and niggas was like, yeah, that's a, you said it right, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, tight. I think the fact that you're like actually an earnest person with good intentions helps, because that is something I've thought about before, is it is a very vulnerable and borderline preposterous thing to want to be inspiring, because yeah. if you're like a fucking, if yeah. you're like a jackass, like Gary V yeah. or some shit, you know, people are like, who the fuck does this guy think yeah. he is, and like, also, like, I don't know, to even admit that you're inspired by things these days, you know, pe people, yeah. people will find any excuse to call, like, behavior corny, which is yeah. stupid. And, like, you know, I'm inspired by so much stuff. Yeah. But I think people want to be, like, too cool for yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm... You know, I never watch anything ever. I've yeah. never listened to anything. But, like, motivate. you know, just being motivated by stuff I think is very important, you know, like... uh there's like a there's like a podcast I'm a big fan of, and yesterday somebody asked me, "Oh, are you like a diehard fan of that?" And I took it the negative way. I was like, "Is it a bad thing that yeah. I am?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I played it. I remember I played it off, kind of like, "Oh yeah, you know," and I, I watch it. But in my head, I'm like, "No, I'm like, I watch that shit every, every day. Every, every this day. is my shit." <laughs> yeah, and it's funny like how like people are afraid to like talk passionately about stuff yeah. like that. I was just talking about this. If you like anything now, and you say you like it publicly your dick writing yeah like that was like that's the new thing and i was like whoa 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 when the fuck did it become not cool to say you like some shit like why is it dick riding all the, they you've never met any of these people you've never they like how's it dick writing if you like something just say you like it and why do we all have to like talk shit about each other that we like a thing yeah and if that's all we're obsessed with okay cool Something that really stuck with me as a kid once is like, you know how when you're a little kid, you're like very free in the things you like, and then you get a little bit older and you want to like push away the like kiddie stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like at that age and I was with a, like a older family friend who was kind of like an older brother type. Mm -hmm. And maybe I was like, you know, like, I don't know, trying to, trying to be a 
grown-up kid and i was like maybe <laughs> cringing at like i don't yeah. know blues clues or something yeah and i remember i remember he said to me you're the part of childhood where that's not cool anymore and then you go to high school and then it's cool again exactly because when you get old then you start to like be prideful about yeah. your like spongebob shirt you know you it's like start becoming an individual that likes things yeah and you start repping the shit that was cool to you as a kid because now there's like almost like a pride and like rejecting the rejection of it in a weird way you know how many people shitted on people for uh the, the you would wear a shirt or some shit or you would have the the spongebob with the do-rag and shit and like, i have that shirt but yeah <laughs> shit like that and it was like oh nigga that's corny whatever fuck that if you got that shit on now, you walk down the street, oh, you got the fucking shirt on. I almost tight. wore it today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I have the gangster SpongeBob shirt. That's funny. Because, yeah, like growing up in, uh, I mean, I, it's funny to hear. I wasn't sure if that was outside of Arizona, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, uh, you know, it's like a very high, like, uh, Mexican population, yeah. you know. And I, so I went to school with, like, a lot of Mexican kids. And, like, generally, that's, like, who was wearing that stuff, you know. And just, like, certain malls, like, the kiosk would just be, like, selling gangster spongebob you yeah know? And, like it's so preposterous yeah and fucking uh i always wondered if like it was just like kids from my elementary school yeah. who had <laughs> these and then growing up with the internet i'm like man everybody had gangster yeah. spongebob like it, yeah so i uh, my younger brother tracked down the artwork and had it like really nicely printed on like a good shirt yeah and uh yeah i have that shit now and it's like the best <laughs> yeah don't bring it around me i will steal it yes i want one of those yes yeah, he, he found, like, the highest quality, like, PNG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. One, one, one thing I wanted to compliment you on is, uh, so, as, like, a, you know, like, we're talking about you as a musician, obviously, but, like, as a video maker, mm -hmm. you're, you had a lot of attention to detail on stuff that was awesome. So, mm -hmm. like, in the Uncultured video, those opening titles with, like, the color blocks, yeah. like, such a homage to, like, old movies. And I noticed like the rectangles, they even had like a nice like glow around them. It was a little bit, you know, the color came out like a gradient and, mm -hmm. uh, and ghetto land at the end, the end titles you did like had like the, this like depth of field on it where yeah. it like really looked like, like a old like old VHS kind of like almost like anti-privacy type text yeah. and like just those little touches like really are good. Yeah, I, if you're wanting something to notice, I know. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, because <laughs> I'd really be doing that stuff, and I'm like, nobody don't care about this, but I really like that shit, so I'm going to do it. Like, I don't know. At, with each video from, I want to say, 2020 to now, when, when, whenever I was able to shoot videos, when I started getting more hands-on with the editing and shit, I taught myself how to edit when I was younger. But like I never really had anything to edit past that point. Like it was just one off shit here and there from high school and shit. And I would try to shoot shit with like my my friend in Vegas and shit. But um each video I just was like introducing new things that I just didn't think about. Like I would watch other shit and I'd be like, oh damn, I never thought to use a sound effect like that or oh damn, he blurred this a little bit, just the tiniest yeah. bit to make it look like it's fuzzy. Why haven't I done that yet? Let me try that out and try this one uh for uncultured 
that was actually like one of the last things I did was the title cards with the, the yeah. thing. Cause I was like, oh, I've been holding on to these for a minute. I should probably use them now. And the star that like fit. comes in. Yeah. Like I was like, I think I should like use that now and like, fuck it, throw like three different grains on top of it. Let's see how that looks. And I was like, damn, I actually like that shit. This is exactly what I was trying to make all this time. Yeah. Like that level of grain. I, uh, I'll, I'll put you on to a little, a little tip I figured out. So I've been always trying to figure out how to get film grain to look good on YouTube. Yeah. Because when you export like an H.264 yeah. file, um, you know, it's like a super compressed file. And a lot of time when you upload it to YouTube, the grain gets like yeah. real artifacted and like it almost gets like wiped away yeah. by, the, by the YouTube compression. I figured out that um, if you export your final video as a DNX HR, which is a Windows format. Huh. If you're on Mac, uh, do like ProRes. Yeah. You know, like they're, they're kind of equivalents. Yeah. The file will be huge and it'll take like a whole day to upload because it's going to be like just gig, like a really big, yeah, like 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 eight gigs or Ooh. something like that. Yeah. So it'll take all day to upload. But yeah. I figured out that the file is like so high quality, it like survives the YouTube compression. Oh, and wow. then the grain looks really nice because I, I, I bet it looks better in Premiere. Yeah, than no, it, it did. Yeah. No, uh, I use a uh, DaVinci. DaVinci. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, it. Uh, DaVinci is amazing. It's free. Yeah, and it, it, it like. I bought it. Oh That's yeah, how the, good the it studio is. Yeah. version. Yeah, I was using Premiere all this time before, but then they went to the subscription model. And yeah, I fucking with subscriptions. When you get Black Magic cameras, they give you the studio version for free. For real? Yeah. I should have just bought that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have. Well, if you that. wind up upgrading cameras, yeah, but... it's a little too late. I bought it already. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah I really yeah. like DaVinci Resolve. Uh, I like it's just as good as Premiere for me. Like as far as what I needed to get out of it, like it's kind of taking that's over. That's all I needed of, to do. Yeah, a lot of people are switching to it as like the better one now. Yeah. Honestly, I've used it for years for color grading footage, but I don't like edit in it. Yeah, and I've tried. I know it, what you mean? And it's like different enough to where I don't know how to yeah. yet. Yeah, what this the. I switched over and I still was like, eh, I don't, this, this is kind of hard, but I it, I just I just needed a free option at the time, so it ended up working out. But yeah, yeah. When I first switched over, I was like, yeah, I don't know about this, but we're gonna figure it out. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, your video work is really good too. Like you probably could make money just doing like video editing. Honestly. Yeah, a lot of people tell me that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody somebody had reached out after I put out. Um, I didn't even put out any of the show yet or anything. It was just, uh, it was like a making of for one of the songs. And he called the video like a short film. Like, you can make short films with this one. And I was like, oh, is this how people see it? Wow. I didn't think, like, it was just a video for right. me to do. Okay, maybe I should think about that. And then that's when I thought about the TV shows. And then. Yeah. No, I think you totally can. It, uh, when I was in college, I worked at this, uh, like, on campus video production place. Mm -hmm. But. I was getting paid like $10 an hour and there were some weeks where I got like two hours of work. So I was coming home with like $80 paychecks. Yeah. And so I had to figure something out. So I literally just started like color grading like other people's films for like 300 bucks or I would like Photoshop them a poster for $50. And that's yeah. kind of how I made it through yeah. <laughs> college for a while. And uh, yeah, that's what's nice about learning software is like it kind of makes it to where as long as you have your computer, like you can you know like have you have a skill yeah yeah that was a big part of like i would just apply what i learned from different you might not be able to like really think about it but like i was when i was using fl i applied what i learned from fl to like adobe photoshop and fucking um 
premiere and shit because I was like, oh, this is just like that button when I do that. Okay. Yeah. Let me just take whatever I learned from here over here and then maybe it might make sense. And that was kind of how I made sense of yeah. shit when I was going from thing to thing. And honestly, actually, Photoshop was like the first thing I ever used. Me ever. too. Yeah. Yeah. I love Photoshop. Yeah. That was my shit. It's just fun. What, how old were you? 14. Yeah. I was like, I was like 11. I was like in sixth grade. Yeah. And like, I would just make like fake like Mario game posters and yeah. shit, you know? I had a class, I think I had an elective, and it like we had to use GIMP. And I was like- <laughs> Yeah, the free Photoshop? Yeah, the free Photoshop. GIMP too. And I was using GIMP, and I was like doing the assignments and shit, and I was like, this is stupid, but like if I could do what I wanted in it, it might be cool. And then I seen some guy on Facebook, and it was, this is Tumblr error we're talking about at yeah, the time. Yeah, I was on like, Tumblr. <laughs> so we're talking the snapbacks and all that shit. I seen a guy, post a photo on Facebook. I never knew him. He went to another school. He did the the edit with like your face is melting in colors and shit. Yeah. And I was like seeing everybody hype him up like, damn, this shit's crazy, man. Oh, wow. You're so cool. And I was like, this shit ain't shit. I could do this shit. Let me figure this shit out. He's, he's right down the street from me. I should be able to do this shit. Yeah. And I downloaded uh, cracked Photoshop and I was looking at it and I was like, man, this shit easy. And I did it, and I did the exact same thing, exact same way. And I posted mine, so I was like, <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, cool, dude. And I was like, what the fuck? This guy just did the same shit, and y'all just wouldn't shut the fuck up about That's it. That's so funny. And I was like, wow. But that was my introduction to Photoshop, and then I ended up making cover arts and shit. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, this is kind of fun. My uh, uh, tech, tech club, he, he showed me this clip of Chief Keef using Photoshop. He's like, this makes me want it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, if Chief Keef is using Photoshop. Yeah. He's like, that. that's how I was starting to mix. Because he was showing the, how he mixed songs. And he's Chief like, Keef? yeah, he was like, oh, I put this on the 808. I just turned this side up because it make it go, we make it go boom. <laughs> make it sound good. I was like, this motherfucking can use, can mix yeah. a song in FL. I think I can. I kind of looked at it like playing a video game, you know? I was just yeah. like on a thing, clicking buttons, having that's fun. That's exactly, yeah, that's literally, everyone asks me like, oh, how did you learn how to use this thing? How'd you lose that? I literally tell them the same thing every time. It's like, I just pressed every single button on there, seeing what everything did. Cause when I first went into it, I was like being careful about it. Like, oh, I don't want to fuck anything up. Yeah. But then it dawned on me, I was like, wait, this is my computer. This is my software. If I fuck something up, it's mine, so it's yeah. not like it's the end of the world. So let me just fuck some shit up. Let me figure the shit out. Yeah. Press every button. Go to the filter tab. Hit yeah, every effect. Just fucking turn everything <laughs> up. See what that does. They uh, they had an effect in Photoshop that they got rid of, uh, but in the early version, it was called plastic wrap, and it would just make your image look like it was like wrapped, wrapped in, in plastic. plastic like yeah. it would kind of try to understand the 3D geometry. Huh. And uh, I missed that effect because it was really, I have it was really weird looking. Overlays of that. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't found a reason to use them yet, but I have overlays. That's oh, of like of plastic. Yeah, yeah. This one was weird though because it was like generating it, so like it didn't look yeah. right, but like it was cool in its own way. You know, yeah, I know it's, they, they can only I, do so much in that. Now I feel like I would have to find like a whole tutorial on how to create that look. But there just yeah. used to be when they get rid of stuff, I'm like, just leave it in. What, what's the does it cost money to take? That's have what it? I'm saying. I mean, like, this, <laughs> is that like an extra thing y'all don't feel like dealing with or something? Yeah, like Photoshop has a 3D tab for like creating like 3D layers that you can then bring into like Blender or something. Oh, and recently they're like, we're getting rid of the 3D tab, and I'm like, I use this. Yeah, what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nah, 
I fucking just got into 3D. That's the only realm that I haven't fully dove into yet. But that's how that, I feel, That's where yeah. I've been like, it, that's why I did the Mickey Mouse thing. Because I was like, oh yeah. Inching into like, okay, I kind of like how people are using Blender to make things and shit. And like, they're making shit that isn't there. Yeah. All right, let me try this out. And I'm really only super base level of that right now. Yeah. Barely even that. I'm really just going off of tutorials and like. Yeah, I, I started making Blender this tutorials shit too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, I just figured out how to get what I needed to get out of that shit, so. I have a buddy named Michael Scott, and he's, uh, I know, I know. And it, he's uh, he's a filmmaker, but he's like, he, he does everything, but he's just particularly really good at visual effects. Mm -hmm. And uh, our musician friend Dorian Coulter hit me up, and he was like, can we do a music video where I'm on a green screen and you put me in space? And <laughs> in my head, I'm like, oh, we could make that in like a week. Yeah. And then like. Like a year later, I have Michael like simulating like an interstellar black yeah. hole, and Dorian's like, "What's going on?" And I'm yeah. like, "It's gonna be amazing. Don't yeah, worry about Lord. it." He, he he was really patient with us, but fucking yeah, it's it's really cool to just be able to like make whatever you want. Yeah, green screen was. I didn't think I didn't think it was gonna play so much of a fucking role in my life as it has. Yeah, I just thought of it as like a thing, people as a tool. But I was like, damn, I've been using a lot of green screen. When uh, in your Ghetto Land uh, documentary, you showed yourself um, struggling to do the fake genius lyrics thing, and you were in front of like what looked like a purple blanket, we're using that as a green yes. screen. That's like, yeah, see, I love that because it's like <laughs> even if you don't have like the thing, you can find a way. To yeah, <laughs> that was exactly what it was. I have a green screen. I had it at that time, but it was like in a storage unit, and I didn't feel like going all the way there to like find it and go through all the back. Yeah. So I was like, damn, but I really need to use something so yeah the purple yeah that, that was like my most down bad <laughs> like yeah. i was like i'm over here using covers as fucking green screens now man and pretending i'm on genius <laughs> yes exactly i man 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 and i remember you were saying like i just hate this so much like i don't know how people do this and it's like yeah. all that press junket stuff like some of it can be fun yeah you know but some of it's just like that was the thing like even if it wasn't like real I was still, like, I had filmed them back to back too. So like, my life for that little bit of time, it felt like I was really on a press tour because even if it's not real, I'm still blocking out the time as if I still that, got that, shit to that do. That one stopped. Did it? Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh shit, it did. Yeah, I might have run out of recording time or something. This one, okay, this one's totally good. Yeah, car is full. Oh shit. I mean, that's okay. All right, yeah, that, that's cool. <laughs> I guess I could make it a wide shot. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. This is a very, this is, this will be fun. Just leave it in the edge. Yeah. Hell yeah. This one has 22 minutes. Oh, cool. Yeah. We'll probably be done, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been a good talk. What were you just saying? So, yeah, fuck. I <laughs> we were talking about software, visual effects, 3D, Blender. Oh, the press tour. Yeah, it was still taking up my time as if it was a real press tour. And it was like when I was doing it, I was like, damn, if I was really there right now, I would be fucking bombing right now because this shit is, I don't know how, because I've been on a camera before and I've talked to like cameras before, but like when I did it in that way, it was like, Oh wow, I've never really just sat and talked to a camera before and I really don't like this shit. And I already knew that before that cuz when I was uh 
filming shit before that, I was really trying to push myself to do it, but I just couldn't do it. So when it came to like, all right, I want to do a press tour thing, um, it exposed that to me. And I was like, wow, I really suck right now if this was for real. Like, yeah. And um, it just frustrated me because I really didn't understand, like, I'm talking, the camera is the people. Like, I'm like, you're right. Yeah, it's the, that's a person I'm talking to, but it's also 10,000 people. It's hard. Yeah. So, like, the thing was, too, like, if it was just anyone else filming me, like, if it was like how we're doing right now, it would have felt better. Right. But, like, me talking to a camera felt so fucking, like, nerve wracking for some reason. I've done a few videos where it's just me alone in my living room talking to my camera. And it's yeah. like, I, like, I can't make eye contact with the lens. Yeah. Like, just, because you just <laughs> feel like the presence of whoever's behind the screen. Like, like it's, yeah, exactly. it's really weird. That's why I don't, you rarely ever see me making, like, selfies and videos and shit like that. Because I really don't like that shit. Like, yeah. I really just, like. I prefer it to be to, like to do shit with people. Yeah. Or if I'm not with people, at least like just straight up by myself, like in my house or something where I know nobody can hear me or see me. And I'm like, all right, well. Yeah. I need my friends to like take pictures of me more because I can't just only be doing selfies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm like, hey, I'm like, I'm friends with all these photographers. I'm like, can I get some nice photos of yeah. myself? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. And your documentary series too, you had, um, or wait, no, this was in your like freestyle thing you did. Yeah. It had the cutaways, the yeah. black and white footage where it's all close up on you and it's yeah. like kind of corner profile. fucking, yeah. Now y'all should know, I don't want to be seen as just a rapper or whatever because I have a lot more to offer creatively than that. But I want niggas to know I could really wrap my ass off when I want to. Yeah, I might be this creative, artsy-ass nigga and make this and that, but at the end of the day, it all started with rap. That's at my core. And I know what you niggas want. You want to hear that fire shit. So let me, let, me, let me take you back to the beginning. Show you niggas what's up. Yeah, like even that, like just like looks awesome, and I don't know if that's just a byproduct of not wanting it to be head on. But that like. was yes, that was that, and it was like um, I was kind of playing into a character. Some like people were like saying things, and like I don't really look at my comments right now. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't really want to like know what the fuck is going. I know what's going on, but I don't know what's going on. Totally, because I really just don't want to like get sucked into that world. Because I'm really not here to like argue in comment sections and sit now that it's grown so large i'm like i'm kind of like kind of backing up from it totally but like i knew like what i've seen so far and i was like oh okay they think i'm this guy okay what if i played into that and then like explain some of the things and like give them something to like talk about because like i have i'm like built what's built into me is like not having any drama whatsoever like i really am not like a I try to have it at least as least drama as possible in my life because I really don't care for it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So like that's another major reason why I'm not even like really super popping because drama is kind of like the thing, the currency online and shit. So yeah, I was like, okay, I'm not really like that. So if I'm going to like dip into that part of the world and like try to like start any sort of narratives like that. It's going to be on my terms. I'm going to be the character I want to be. I'm going to show y'all something that aligns with where I'm trying to go anyway. Cool. Yeah. And so when I shot that, it was like, I wanted it to be like dark 
and they just like think I'm just this like guy. I'm like, oh, fuck everything, fuck all of you, ah. Yeah. And then uh, the fucking rap was just supposed to be like a sheer talent, a sheer display of talent. Like, I just wanted people to know, like, at the core of all of this, like, I could make all the stupid videos and shit, but like, at the core of all of it, there's a talent there. There's somebody that can actually do something that's worth talking about, you know what I'm saying? Totally. Because that shit can get lost in translation when you have something like Uncultured where I'm not really like barring out like too crazy. It's just like making was, points. Yeah, it was just making points. <laughs> yeah, like, and people were finding me through that and so they might think I'm just only that. And I was like, is that all right with me? Yes. Okay, then we can move on. No, then make a thing about it and yeah. show it. You know. Yeah, no, that was really good. I mean, you you kind of hit different rap styles with like the part one and the part two. And the part, mm -hmm. I was, just, I, I wound up texting that to some of my friends, and I was just being like, "You guys just gotta see what Jimmy's been up to. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. this guy's doing everything." Yeah. So yeah, no, I uh, just huge congratulations to everything you pulled off. I think the work ethic to like actually like see all of that through is just really incredible. And you know, I, I hope you feel proud of yourself and shit because yeah. I know life is hard. So sometimes it's hard to like even stop and yeah. like feel good about the work you've done, but you, you've done amazing stuff. I feel good about it. I'm just trying not to let it get to my head and stuff. Totally. Just, like don't want to get too like big headed about it or anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, as long as you know, you're just doing it for fun, mm -hmm. you know, and not because you're chasing some like number or something exactly. like that i mean obviously that stuff like money makes life easier that's the th yeah that's that the is, yeah. ironic part about all of this is like at the end of the day you're doing it for this but you can say you're doing all of this but yeah at the end of the day you're doing it for this thing i you know i've been doing all this filmmaking stuff and now like i'm doing it through youtube because i felt like that like in this yeah. modern world was maybe the best way for me to become a filmmaker and uh i had i had a friend last year ask me aren't you like trying to be famous? And I yeah. was like, yeah, I was like, not, not particularly. I'm like, I'm trying to like make cool stuff. And yeah. I would hope that people besides myself get to see it. And yeah. I'm like, so I don't know, being a like known person makes it more likely that, you know, like, like rock no yeah. nation will hit you up and then yeah. maybe give you bigger opportunities. But yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to be famous in an arbitrary, and like, yeah. Oh, I want to be like, fucking oprah or yeah like, and those people exist you know yeah. those people, oh, i just want to get on you yeah know? <laughs> like that's like the I know. whole thing yeah like literally my whole attitude towards the whole rollout was like i don't really particularly want to be i think i put it in the interview too that i put on my website i don't particularly want to be famous like I literally just want to live. <laughs> yeah, you want to make like, cool art and be able to survive. Exactly, <laughs> and like I know that for a person like me, it makes sense to be that way, to end up that way because that's how it works. That's kind of where we are right now with like yeah. music. So like, okay, if I got to do that, then okay, I'll do that. But that's not what I'm really here for. Like, yeah, it would be cool to just be able to live. And my whole thing is once I do get all of this stuff, I'm going to disappear. Like I'm going, you're not going to see me much. Like, I've heard that from so many of my friends who are talented musicians. <laughs> it's, like, just, it's so funny. I, I really have no interest in like any of it. And I know like it's one of those things that I may be saying now and then I get it and then it's like, oh, I thought this. Yeah. But like, I genuinely feel this way right now. And I'm like, I don't really care to like do anything like that. Well, yeah, that's, you know, one thing like uh, Donald Glover, Frank Ocean, Rihanna, like they all, you know, they all disappear mm. and then they, instead of, you know, catering to their audience at every 
turn, they make the audience come to them. Yeah. And uh, get and it, it just create and Kendrick as well. Yeah. It just creates this inherent excitement for when they come back. Yeah. And it, they probably get to just live a more normal life. And uh, I look at like Drake mm-hmm. <laughs> and like yeah. how much he like wants. To yeah. Be. He's like the, the poster boy for all this. Like he, I just watched the interview with him and Yachty last night. Yeah, yeah. And fucking um, it's a rough singer for being old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like Drake, he completely like he was really for that shit. He was like, "Yeah, this is me. This is all I wanted. This is who I was." He's kind of he kind of gives me like high school jock character. Yeah, you know, low key. Yeah, and like and you look at Elon, like you know, he has he has it. Yeah, <laughs> he has it. <laughs> And he wants to be liked like so bad and yeah. so transparently. And I'm just like, man, you could just like sell all your shares, have the money in your account, and, you would and be then straight and just go, just go chill somewhere, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, he's like, no, I gotta, no, I gotta go. I to gotta Mars. be the savior of Twitter. Yeah, I gotta go to fucking Mars right now. <laughs> man, I didn't want to end on Elon. Fuck. Yeah, that was. That was damn it. This shit. Uh, shit. Um, we, were, we were on a good path. Yeah, we were, weren't we? Um. Oh um, uh, no. <laughs> Let's have another have another water break. Yeah, water break. Yeah. Just play o- Ocean Man. Yeah, by we. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. This was good. I have to piss really bad. I'm so cold. Let's end. Yeah. It. So we're gonna end this right here. All right, everybody, check out Jimmy. For, you, you were Jimmy Luna. I was Jimmy Luna, and now I'm Jimmy. I dropped the Luna because it was stupid, and I made it in high school. All right, everybody check out Jimmy. Everybody, this is Jimmy. Go check him out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a piss like a Russian racehorse in a Kentucky Derby with a glue truck behind it on a Saturday morning. <laughs>